Content advisory warning. Hey, Dad, weren't you going to play Eric's live stream? You're right, son. Now on to something completely different. Hello, it's me, the Unapologetic Geek. Um, hopefully you're seeing this. Um, and today we're going to talk about movie dads, dads in movies. And also there might be a few TV dads thrown in there. Um, so it's not just me. There isn't us. So let me go ahead and introduce my co-hosts. They're from the From Here to Paternity podcast that I do every couple of weeks. They are Scott, Damien, and Joe. Say hi, guys. Hello. 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 <laughs> so, Guten Tag. If you've listened to our podcast, you know that we tend to uh, be pretty explicit. And I'm just going to go ahead and put the warning out there. We might be a little explicit here and there, but we're going to try to keep it PG. And try. I don't know if we'll succeed, but we'll try. Um, and also in the comments, do the same, please. Just be nice. Um, and I guess we got... We can let... Uh, I mean, people are going to like slowly come in. And I see we've got Lance. He was actually here a long time ago. But there's Lance. Hi, Lance. It's early. Yes. <laughs> and then Keith. Hello. Let's see who else we got. I love this StreamYard. I haven't used it before, so this is all new to me. Zoops is here. Is Zooper. Hey, Lance. And Hello. I thought I saw some. Yeah, here we go. We got Nicole Baker. Hi, Nicole. Glad to see you. Uh, Donovan Belair. Ah, uh, Indy. Awesome. Nice to see you. Okay, so like I said, we're going to talk about movie dads. Just dads in movies. And I have a feeling this is going to be 80s and 90s heavy because that's just the generation we are. But you never know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, it is what it is. It is what it is. So it's not necessarily the best dads or the worst dads. It's just our favorite. And I think that was that was my call to action. So we'll see what everybody says. Um, and instead of me, well, actually, you know what? It's my podcast. It's my it's my show. So I'm going to I'm going to start it off and I'm going to start off with an easy one and a relevant one. Got to chase that algorithm. Uh, Scott Lang, Ant-Man. Um, uh, I think he's a good. Ooh. dad. <laughs> and the reason I think he's a good dad is because everything he does in all three movies, everything is is basically in service to his family, like to his daughter that he's trying to stay connected to, even though, you know, he was in prison and then he was in the quantum realm and blah, 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 blah. But even in the second movie, he was trying to do things for Hank and Hope, you know, people that he treated as family. So I think he was just a good all-around dad he doesn't have superpowers he's not a superhero but he's trying his best just to keep his family together and of all the superheroes in the marvel universe he's the only one who actually has succeeded in doing that like his family is still together spoiler alert for the yeah. last Ant-Man movie but they're still together <laughs> so what do you guys think do you like scott lang I oh do. i think oh, i agree go ahead i might like Almost 30 lists. I completely oh, forgot about him. <laughs> list of 30 actors. <laughs> and so when you said that, I was like, oh, how did I not even think about that one? Yeah, yeah Scott, just for I, just so you know, Scott is the overachiever in this group. He probably has the longest list. Mine is like 10 long, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about mine, too. Scott's the <laughs> anal one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Zuber, here, here, here. Zuber, I was talking about Marvel. Bruce Wayne does actually have a family, despite the fact that he's kind of like, he wants to be portrayed as a loner. He's always got a big family. He's always got a bad family. Um, I don't think you see that too much on the screen, except for maybe like, maybe like Batman Forever or something. But, you know, the less we talk about that movie, the better. Actually, Lance, well, he's not a dad in the movies, but in the he comic, will be. He, uh, in the, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I think they are bringing in Damian Wayne. That's They're right. They're bringing in Damian yeah. Wayne in the next. But he's, yeah. But yeah, yeah, he he's he's yeah he adopts right. He's well, he's an adopted dad, right? And he doesn't and and, but I had also like, like I have I I love Batman, but like psychologically, there's a uh, <laughs> zoom. Um, Psychologically, I think Batman has a lot of issues in bringing in the fact that um, he is bringing his his family into like really really dangerous like places. So and like like hey children, let's take small children and make them face like really really dangerous situations, even to the point of getting one of his his children killed. So um, yeah, like. I've I've got a a a, a um, paradoxical love for Batman. Who doesn't? We all do, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Lance does bring up a good point. Tony is also a dad. Um, he sacrificed everything for his daughter. So yeah, fair. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, oh, hey, check it out. Martial arts film freak is here. A uh, little peek behind the scenes. He and I are actually going to work on a collaboration soon. It probably won't come out for like six months or something because my schedule's pretty mm. full, but I've got this movie, Inframan, which is the ultimate in science fiction. Okay. Uh-huh. I've been trying to That's get him exciting. to do a collaboration with me for years. So we're finally doing it. Um, and if you hear this, thank you. I'm glad you're here, even if you're not really listening. Uh, do, 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 do. What else we got? There's someone at work <laughs> watching while with a customer. Yeah, yeah he does that. <laughs> um, okay, so what about you, Scott? Let's go to Scott next. So Since you've got the longest list. Go ahead and start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just one, right. the, just one at a time. Though, I know, one at just a one time. at a time. You don't get to take, like go uh, ten at a time or anything. <laughs> no, when Eric first brought this up, <clears throat> I was kind of in the same situation as Nicole. I was like, "Wait, what, Dad? What Dad should I bring up? Like, are there any movies that are watched that with Dad?" So at first, it was really, really hard. But then once I started like really thinking about it, then they started like really like yeah. Once you come um, up with one or two, then they, the floodgates open. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm going to start with my, I'm going to look over here. Cause I got like my, my little like word file over here of my little list, but I'm going to start with my, probably one of my all time favorites that I have to watch every single, at least once a year, favorite movies, all that stuff is Darren McGavin who played old man Parker, the dad in the Christmas story. Oh, Okay. One of my all time Mm -hmm. favorites and like one of my favorite lines is like when Ralphie gets caught, you know, saying fudge (laughs) (laughs) and we all know where he learned that word from. But when they say it was his friend and his friend gets like, like beating, beating beating down. (laughs) 
Poor Schwartz. Poor Schwartz, right? But like, and then also everyone's like, yeah, if he learned it from a friend, it would have been Schwartz, right? But like, yeah, absolutely. His dad, like, you know, when he's like messing with the furnace and all that. But like, to me, like, <laughs> like, it's just, a slinker. And, <laughs> and he's an oh, old man. Close old the old man. Down. <laughs> Like, like he's just great. He's a great. I think he's a great dad. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Indy, he didn't <laughs> say fudge. And so, like, like you know, he's a like to me. He's he's a very he's he's kind of that like nostalgia dad that I think people like. He wasn't a perfect dad. He was. He. I definitely like that they show his his foibles as long as well as his like positives and to me it made him a very realistic dad but he he definitely cared about his kids and you could tell because and was paying attention yeah to what his kids wanted because even though mother dearest was all kinds of against that red rider bb gun what did dad go and do <laughs> dad buys the red rider bb gun that's right that's right <laughs> And, so, and why like, and why does he do it? Because he had one, and it's this he way of one, forming right? this bond, right? Yeah, this exactly. Yeah, he connects. Right, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. It's and that's that's very personal to me because my dad kind of did the same thing one year. But <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. So it was it was after the divorce, but it was still you know I got a BB gun. I had one yeah. at eight. You know, so yeah, about the same age as uh, of yeah. Ralphie actually. I think yeah, Ralphie was nine in the movie or something like that. Close enough. Yeah, nine. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. Anything else yeah. about the dad from Christmas Story? I can't even remember his name. Uh, no, no, no. His name, like I looked it up. His name is Old Man Parker. Oh, okay. In the movie, yeah. Hmm. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. On... I'm that anal. I got the the actor's name. <laughs> The and the character name, name. So in the movie that they, that <laughs> I they did that for a couple from. of them. Yeah, like a yeah, couple I, of them. I, I have that too on my list. So <laughs> yeah. I tell you, I am anal. Okay. Like. Before we move on to the next one, just a couple of comments here. We got Dr. Robinson from Lost in Space. Hi, yeah, John, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good one. Yeah. The movie and or the also, show? I, <laughs> probably the show. Probably the original yeah. show. Although well, the dad yeah. of the new show was actually pretty good too. Um, I can't believe I, I didn't think of Hawkeye. You're right. Hawkeye yeah. is also a good dad and he's got a big family. And yeah. <laughs> now he's got a new, like, adopted daughter, sort of. Um, let's see. So Nicole also says Gomez, of course. Very supportive that's of on his my, very That's weird actually thing. on my list. That's on my list, oh, okay. too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, well, before movie. anybody From else the spoils our list. movie, yeah. So, <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Like, yeah, no, yeah. like, I think, I think, like, to kind of go with what Nicole said, like, why do you like, why is Gomez on your list then? Um, are you asking me or? or yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, because, I mean, he just, I mean, he loves his kids. He, he puts things aside to do what, you know, um, and put their needs first. And, I mean, he's, he's, he loves his wife and it's a very strong you know, family connection between them all, you know, it's just like, and he's, he seems to be like the center, uh, you know, cog that holds it all together, if you will, you know, but, uh, yeah, yeah. He's just, he genuinely cares about everyone in his family and that, and you can see it in the, in the movie, especially in like, you know, uh, with Fester and everything and, and, uh, all of the horrible things that he tries to do. And he's still like, <laughs> I love you, my brother, you know? 
So now this is true of Gomez yeah. in like every iteration, like in the original mm-hmm. TV show, in the movies, mm-hmm. even in the animated movies that recently came out that aren't that great, mm-hmm. but I had to watch them because I had a kid. Um, mm-hmm. Gomez character is, is pretty much universal every single time. He's a great dad. He loves mm-hmm. his family. Everything he he's always trying to teach his kids how to be better at what they are without like mm-hmm. denigrating their quirks. You know, I mean, it's the Adams family, so they're all very quirky, yeah. but like he's really good at supporting them and trying to teach them at the same time. And I, I find yes. that really yes. endearing and heartwarming. Exactly. That's yeah. yeah. Can I, can I point out one thing to kind of connect it to the podcast that we recorded a couple of weeks ago when we talked about like the, the concept of dads and relationships. So uh, uh, Gomez has really high conversation and a healthy level of conformity in the sense that like there's pride in the Adams family, right? Like mm-hmm. we are a family, we are like, and we identify as Adamses, right? And there's right. that like family bond and it's a healthy level of, of conformity without cloistering the children, you know, while still allowing them to grow into who they are. Right. So that would, he's like to, mm-hmm. I think that's why we all, even though they they're odd and quirky and not like your leave it to beaver. Why we all love Adams or Gomez Adams is because he is that, that, that what we would like aspire to be. He allows his children to grow, supports his children, loves his family, yet has a a strong bond with the identity of the family. Mm -hmm. Sorry. That's my little like, no, that's right. That's that's good. And, and, And I loved how he, he would like, fully support his kids and what they were doing even if he didn't understand what the heck that was yeah <laughs> like trying to kill each other and he's like oh okay well you need an axe here you go you know yeah. <laughs> hey pugsley why is that apple on your head when's he gonna shoot it shoot the arrow or whatever oh here we go kids <laughs> <laughs> here you use this go be late for dinner here use this crossbow instead this one's better Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> okay, so let's move on. Um, and I think Joe loves it just because he, I think Joe is, uh, of everybody, would want to exist as Adam's uh, Gomez. Oh, absolutely. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, since you're bringing me into the conversation, I'm probably the least prepared for this. Uh, um, my, my, my Joe's a busy, busy man. Popped, yeah, my, the main two that popped up just from growing up were Gomez and Herman. Herman Munster. Yeah. Munster. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Somebody else mentioned him earlier. Yeah. Lance, of course. Yes. Yeah, those were those were my uh my main two because I, I, I loved watching those shows growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I actually preferred Did... the Munsters to the Adams family, but that's just because Herman, oh, you know. Harris. So funny. Oh. <laughs> it's oh. my personal preference. Come on. Now. <laughs> oh, what's that? Herman what's that? Monster was was it for me, man? That was like the guy, you know. So anyway. So Joe, did you did you see the Rob Zombie Monsters? Did you see it? Not yet. No. No, I haven't either. I, I was just I, wondering. I'm, I'm going to, but uh, I mean, I kind of like. I mean, from what I saw of like preview, it's like going like early on, right? Right. It's kind yeah. of like a pre the show kind it's of kind of thing. like a precursor to the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when they're younger and all that, so it's you know, however he takes it, I'll probably enjoy it, even if it's crazy campy. But you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I got one where no. I got a show here. Um, Martial arts film freak says Cameron's dad, who we don't actually meet in the movie. All we know is that he has that Ferrari that he wipes with a diaper. 
Like that's all we know about. <laughs> Just the concept of wiping anything with a diaper. Like, like I just about how anal I am, but then I like I hear cloth things like that. I'm like, got a oh. cloth diaper. Yeah, no, 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 not used, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Clean, clean <laughs> cloth diaper because they're soft. But, but no, no, like when I sit there and I think about like how anal I can be sometimes, and I'm like, oh wait, no, 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 no. there's nothing wrong with me because like I'm not wiping anything down with a cloth diaper. But no, also like with the monsters to kind of build off, like I, I couldn't remember his name, so I had to look it up, but, uh, and I'll probably tear it up, but uh, Fred Gwynn, I think his name is, like what a phenomenal actor. I think that's another oh, reason absolutely. why Herman yeah, Munster yeah. Mm-hmm. is such a, 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 like just a great dad, so. Yeah, what was the other show he was in was it, where he was a cop? Oh. Oh. Was, car, was he in Car 54? Was that it? Yes, Man, I don't yes, remember. he was. Like Car, it, it, yeah. I'm looking. I've got it up right now. It's Car 54. Yeah, because growing yes. up, I watched a lot of old TV shows. Oh, Nick um, at Night. I was addicted to Nick at yes. Night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that My, oh, mm-hmm. we'll go around. I don't think we hit Damien yet. Go ahead, Damien. Oh, okay. Well, uh, all right. Yeah. Um, since we already talked about Gomez, he was actually number one on my list. Um, I would oh. go with. Uh, <laughs> Mac McGruff, Mick Guff uh, from Juno, played by J.K. Simmons. Um, oh, I think he was choice. extremely uh, supportive of his of his daughter through that entire movie. And, uh, you know, I mean, a, a lot of fathers might just completely go off the rails when their teenage daughter comes home pregnant. And he instead stood up and was like, OK, well, we're going to we're going to get through this. You know, I'm going to be here for you and you're going to we're going to handle this and, you know, move on. So and and it's going to be part of the part of our lives kind of thing. And that that to me just shows how much he, you know, he just really put his daughter ahead of his own feelings kind of thing. And, um, you know, put put that whole situation and in her health ahead of how he might feel. So and that that just is that's good parenting right there. So yeah, he was he's like the epitome mm-hmm. of like rolling with the punches, like yeah, take whatever calm, comes and deal taking with it. it. Yeah. Be calm. Yeah. 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 Sto- stoic even, you know, just gonna gonna take it and, and do what has to be done. So yeah, no, putting else? that, putting, no, I like that one because it, like, yeah. uh, and I thought about that one too, like, but like putting your own ego aside, mm-hmm. right? Having the ego strength so that you're not feeling like it's an attack on your ego as a dad exactly. or, yeah. or like, you know, like, or your feelings of being a failure as a dad because mm-hmm. let this happen or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's, that, ha- that, that shouldn't come into it. That shouldn't be a mm-hmm. part of it. And so, yeah, no, it takes a, a, a resilient and, and quote unquote strong dad to be able to do that. And so uh, like, mm-hmm. I love like that modeling of healthy dad behavior. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, here's a good one. I just have to mention. Oh, I saw that one. <laughs> just have to put that one out there. I was like, that was so great. That was so great. I didn't. I never. I would have never have thought of that. And Nicole, like, I saw you post that. Like, yeah. If I'd thought of that, it would have been on my list. So great. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So great. So great. Well, before we move on, I just want to say hi to a couple of people. I saw that Thrash is here. So hi, Thrash. Hey, Thrash. Hey, Thrash. Uh, Thrash. Baked Bean is here. Hello. Uh, 
John is here and he has a great quote from the Adams family. I've seen the unholy maggots which feast in the dark recesses of the human soul. Morticia says, oh, they're at camp. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to post that one because it'll spoil one of mine. Do, do, do. Yeah, I've never seen their list, by the way. So the only ones I'm not going to spoil are my own. I might spoil their lists. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think that's good for now. Uh, who's next? Joe. Give oh, us a name. Me? Give uh, a name. Yeah, we're, uh, we're saying names. Yeah, we're taking yeah. names. Um, Even if you have to like think of it on the fly, I'm sure you can come up. With well, the, the one that I, I thought of, you know, as a as a as an yet again leading into the I guess the unprepared turns of life, um, at least a movie that I enjoyed was, was Logan. Um, oh yeah, with Wolverine finding out he has a a daughter, so to speak. Oh. Yeah, you like know, clone, and, but yeah, it's basically yeah. Thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's still to me, it still falls under. He's taking her, you know, and trying to protect her, and he very guide her through the first, yeah, yeah. Um, as I tried to like not, you know, find ones that are the typical um, ones, and I don't know, just the just that dynamic of of that dangerous life and all the crap that wolverine's been through and to find out that he has a kid and what's going on in his life at the same time um i just thought it was a a, a pick that i wolverine yeah i liked that's a, so, you know what I, I joe i cannot agree with you more man and that that the not to spoil anything, but how the movie ends, that is one of the most fatherly things that I would ever imagine. Like it was phenomenal. Like and and and, and on top of it, the emotion behind behind the ending and the choices that you make and all that, one hundred percent come from like I am a dad. So I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Great call. I didn't even think about that one. Great pick. And who wouldn't want their dad to like go kill a bunch of mercenaries with his adamantium claws? Exactly. Well, that, I mean, <laughs> as a kid, isn't that what you kind of view your, or I guess you guys more uh, would view your dad as as that yeah. superhero who's mm-hmm. out oh yeah, there totally. To My dad was absolutely a superhero. Yeah. 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 Come on, Jason Muse said it best to us: Wolverine, shink, shink, shinky, shinky, snout, and that's right. There you go. <laughs> okay, so I guess it's my turn again. Um, well, since it was almost mentioned in the comments, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, from Deep Space Nine, it's Benjamin Cisco. I know, like the comments, somebody said Rom, but it's Benjamin Cisco. It's got to be Cisco. Um, so we're, we're already into TV now. Okay, great. It's well, okay. Yeah, we, can, yeah. we can mention TV. Yeah. I just didn't want gotcha. anybody else to mention it first in the comments. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> um, he was a good, yes, good dad in that. He's a great show. dad. And like, you know, he spends the first few seasons of the show, like trying to groom his son into being like Starfleet, because that's just what you do when you're in Starfleet. And then when his son comes to him and like, kind of guiltily admits to him after like torturing himself over it, that he doesn't want to be in Starfleet, that he wants to be a writer. His dad's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what you're good at. Let's do it. Um, and I just think that's a, that's a fantastic dad. Yeah. And there's, there's even a couple of episodes where he like puts everything aside. He puts like the fate of the galaxy aside just to spend some time with his son and Mm -hmm. come on, that's a good dad. So 
anybody have any thoughts on Benjamin Cisco? No? I think you covered it for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. That's, okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, Scott, go ahead. I know you've got a long list. Okay. So <laughs> because we're on, you know, Tug's like uh, uh, stream. <laughs> he was a dad for like one movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Let's but he be loved honest. his son. He did. No, no let's did. be honest. Let's be honest. He was maybe a dad in one movie. But you know he was like oh, yeah. out of a lot. More. Oh, I'm there's, sure he was a dad. There's, there's, yeah. there's, some, there's some light green children running around. Out yeah. There. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say something, but I think it's uh, I might have to hold on to that. To yeah. Our... <laughs> Got to keep it PG here. I I like I want to put in the um, I, I want to uh, uh, go in a, a a bit of a sci-fi kick. I want to bring out. Uh, Dennis Quaid and Louis Gossett Jr. as Willis Davenge and uh, ah, Dreva, Jerry yes. uh, Sheegan and Jerry. And Excellent. Yeah. Good Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Fatherhood. Fathering right there, dude. Yeah. yeah. Was, you make yeah. me mad. Great I didn't one. think of those. I, I'm, I'm mad I didn't think of that, too. Yeah. It's like, dang, that's one of my favorite sci-fi movies of all time. It's too. phenomenal, so, right? Yeah. I, I know. I had to, like, I had to really think about because I I'm not a huge sci-fi mm. buff. I love, I enjoy sci-fi, but mm. it's not like one of my like things that I, I mm. research or think about or whatever. Oops. But like mm-hmm. that one, that one. Uh, um, but yeah, I just like, so I really had to think about that. Like, like Davich. That. Yeah. Yeah. Davich. Davich. sci-fi, my two dads. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and <laughs> like the fact that you have two people that are like, to me, I love it because it's, it's, you know, to me, it goes to something really deeper. And it, like, again, it speaks it speaks to our the stupidity that we have in our battling each other. Like the fact that we go to war to one another, mm-hmm. like when we see each other as enemies. But in reality, we're just people trying to raise families, you know, and, and, and not to go political. But like we get, you know, distracted by all the stupidity. And forget that we're each like just people like one another, and we're all just trying to like get through this the best way we can. And Enemy mm-hmm. Mine is just a wonderful mm-hmm. movie because when you see him honoring this alien child, and mm-hmm. he fathers him, like he he adopts that child one hundred percent, right? Mm-hmm. And so like it's like to me, I just like and that that pat patchwork outfit he made for him. That's some some serious sewing skills right there, you know? Right? He, he yeah, he perfected yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he learned a lot by like having to sew all those shells together to make his home. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, that, that. <laughs> it was a process. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Learning. Okay, I don't know if this one's on anyone's list, but it's another one that I feel like should have been on mine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. should have been on my yeah. time. One hundred percent. Great one, Tharash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great call. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Lance. I miss my dad too. He died around the same time. Yeah, I missed Actually, my dad died in too. 2009, 2010, somewhere in there. Yeah. I lost mine in 2016. So. <laughs> the crying game of sci fi. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so much. 
It's a damn good movie. It is. Well, hey, uh, I did a video on it. Why don't you go check it out? No. Right. Okay, so I guess now it's your turn, Damien. Oh, um, okay. So I don't know. Number three or number four on the list here. I'm going to just go from the top or from next one down. I'm going to go with uh, Chris Gardner uh, from The Pursuit of Happiness, who was played by Will Smith. And I know a lot Will of people Smith, don't like yeah. Will Smith, but in the, he's playing a character, of course. So in that movie, the, you know, the, the dad, you know, basically loses everything, becomes, uh, um, you know, homeless and and has to, you know, figure out how to take care of himself and his son. Um, at the same time, uh, his five-year-old son, and he, you know, gets a job um, at a in like an investment firm where, the, as a intern, where they don't pay him, and so he's staying in a homeless shelter with his son, and he's just, just everything that he does, it's like he's, he's putting aside the now for later kind of thing because he knows he can create a better life for him and his son if he just works really hard at this. And he's going to get them out of this situation, you know, and, and all of the sacrifices he makes and everything that he does along the way. It's just it's like it just shows, um, you know, a, a dad laying down his own comfort and, and, and needs for that of his the, the future of his of his family, you know, or of his son, at least. So and uh, yeah, so I just I, I've always I always go to that movie when I think about a good dad right there, you know. I've never actually so, seen that movie because, like, really, even the, pre- oh. even the previews for the movie, I'm like, that's gonna make me cry. I don't want to. Uh, it's it's a tough <laughs> one. It is, uh, yeah, and it, and it will, you know, a couple of times during it probably. But um, I mean, he really, he he just really is 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 trying so hard through the whole movie, and he never gives up. And that's that's really the. Anybody else seen that movie, Scott? Yes. Have you? Yeah, no, no, okay. no, I absolutely yes. have. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Your your take on the on the on no, the character. I'm, yeah. To me, like, uh, and and the thing that I like about the movie mm-hmm. is it, it 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 shows the 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 hardship, right? Yeah. And and you know the sacrifice, right? Yeah. And then exactly. him, and and also like because he's not a, a perfect dad because he like yeah like he sits there and you know will get upset because he's like, look, kid, like this is the situation, and it's. It mm-hmm. is what it is. And and to me, like sometimes like being able to sit down with your child and like we look at like things like leave it to Beaver where you just sit down and you have this calm little conversation like let, real dads. Let's be honest. That's not every conversation is like that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's not a Ward Cleaver kind of like conversation like mm-hmm. it's we're all stressed. And, you know, look, man, you got to do your part. Right. We're all we all have a part and we're just doing the best that we can. And yep. so I, like to me, I like the honesty of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Joe, Joe, have you seen it? Because yeah, talking about the, the the conversations you have with your kids, mm-hmm. I, I think I've mentioned this, too, is like how I sometimes feel as a dad. I am exposing my son to the real world too early about things. Um, because you, you would love to have those leave it to beaver conversations where everything's going to be happy in the end and whatnot, but you know, life is a struggle and life beats you down and, yeah. you know, letting your kid know that, um, and how to hopefully, um, in a healthy way, deal with that and the, those stresses, um, I think are important. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Um, so whose turn is it now? I think it's yours. Is it my turn? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, because I, 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 I did want to kind of keep uh, uh, a Star Trek or pull a Star Trek theme into um, when uh, uh, Eric went to Cisco. Uh, was uh, uh, Data and uh, and um, Oh, good. The call. two of them. The two of them. Yeah. Because I, 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 yeah. Um, yet, yet again, it's it's the non-traditional fatherhood type thing. You know, him finding out he has a kid later in, on in life with Worf, and then you know Data wanting to find out. You know what? What? What's he going to leave behind? You know, how's he going to contribute to the world and whatnot? And bringing in, and the difficulties of bringing in another person into the world, and uh, having them find their own personality, their own uh, path in life. So, yeah, those were my two. But I didn't want to go there until somebody else went TV. So, <laughs> well, and 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 later in Picard, we find out that Data's a deadbeat dad because he, you know, abandoned his child through death. And so, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just I love Data. I love like I think like Data is one of those characters. Data, like Spock, to me is like mm-hmm. one of those like like mm-hmm. true characters of a, that this yeah. take that 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 uh, take, steal the show in a way. Yeah, he's he's my fa- one of my favorites. I should say, yeah. Of- next generation but absolutely yeah, yeah he was he was a, a a very good dad um when he especially when he's trying to save uh what was her name lol uh, her lol. life yeah mm-hmm. lol when he's trying to save her life lol. at the end there but yeah yeah that okay, the, well. uh, you know her are allowing them to 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 define themselves you mm-hmm. know not not put a label on yeah. who or yeah. what they are you know um <laughs> Big bean. Yes. So true. Yes. <laughs> yes. So true. Yes. yes. So true. So true. Uh, and it's a good thing Picard never really became a dad the way he treated Wesley. Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Wesley. My, so when I was coming up with this list, Get off the bridge. My wife, like my wife, loves like I think from early childhood has had a like a Picard fetish. Like she'll go like. So how soon is all of your hair going to go? Yeah, like, when can we start doing the horseshoe? Yeah. <laughs> I'm waking up in the middle of the night. She's shaving just the top of my She's head. plucking them out of your head. <laughs> I'm almost there. <laughs> can, you, can you become British at all? Like, no. no. Yeah. Like, uh, um, but no, like she was like, she wanted me to really. She was, A line she, must she, be drawn here. No further. <laughs> she wanted she to really insist like that, that the card was like the father for the for everyone. And I'm like, well. Yeah. He's a captain. That's sort of the role of a captain, not necessarily a father. Like, well, yeah. that's why they have Captain's like, Day. That's right. Yeah, you know, to <laughs> celebrate. She really wanted me to put to to mention uh, Picard as a dad. So she was like, I loved in um, I like I watch a lot of old Shakespeare stuff, and I've seen like Patrick Stewart when he was like in his twenties doing Shakespeare, and he was already bald. Like he's oh, been bald yeah, his yeah. whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he owns it. 
And yeah. thank God for him because he's See, making he us. He wore a toupee to the to the. Um, he uh, he to has his, worn a toupee occasionally. Yeah, to yes. the uh, what was it? The pilot or not the pilot? It was the the um, for Star Trek Next Generation. It was the uh, the, the uh, casting. The, yeah, the casting yeah, call. Yeah, he wore toupee. his he wore the tape toupee to it because he thought that they would <laughs> want somebody with hair. So, but yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't look right on him. It so doesn't. You know. No, I've seen the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there a flashback in one of the episodes where he was like a? He's a kid. Redhead. He has... he, no, he was young. No. He was younger. Yeah, he's in his it was 20s. It's like an interaction between him and Beverly, I think it was. Oh, that one. Um, I, I don't remember that, off the top of my head. I can't remember if there was a toupee in that one. I know there's like a picture in one of the movies, but it's actually like Tom Hardy and Patrick Stewart kind of like melded together. Mm. Mm. Thrash brought up that Stewart wore a wig and uh, I Claudius. I'll have to that is that true. He did. I'll have yeah. to check that out. And apparently, he played Lennon in the seventies. Uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that either. Well, okay. So now it's my turn, and since somebody already chose, I thought it was Joe's gonna... turn. I just oh. no, Joe oh, just picked it didn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. My my bad. I, I thought we were on. <laughs> somebody already picked the first one on my list, so let's go ahead and go there. Henry Jones Sr., Sean Connery. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he was a good dad, but he was a, he was definitely a favorite. Like he was very distant from his uh-huh. son and didn't see the point. Like there's that one scene where they're on the mm. dirigible and and uh, Indy's all like, "Why don't we ever talk? We just have conversation." And Henry's just like, "Okay, so talk." And that's it. <laughs> 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 Thanks, um, Dad. <laughs> I love the the scene with the stupid the birds and the umbrella. It's just it's Sean Connery, mm-hmm. and how yeah. can you not love Sean Connery in everything that he ever does? Um, yeah, pretty much. So that's it. That's all I have to say about Sean Connery. He's, he's about the only Jones. person in, in, in what was that movie? The 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 um the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He was about I the only, like only person. In I that love movie that movie. That <laughs> that's a terrible terrible movie, but I absolutely yeah. love it. Oh, it's, it's one of those it's when I worked midnight shifts like, and we had nobody coming in like and I, I would have like hours or whatever like on the rare occasion I'd pop that that's one of those movies go to movies I would pop into the DVD player and just sit there as I'm waiting for someone to come in in a crisis or whatever and like I would just it was great I love that movie uh, Lance Chaffin just uh, pulled one of my mine off the list there <laughs> which Mr. one talk about it Keaton Mr. Mom oh that was yeah that's on my list too <laughs> well you guys go yeah. ahead and talk about it i haven't seen mr mom right, since the scott, 80s Scott, we'll so. share this one i guess yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, can yeah. all share this one because it's all on our list so you go ahead scott um no i just i, I love yeah. it because it, like again kind of like in our podcast how we talk about like the roles of dads and things like that to me um it just sort of shows kind of this transition that we've mm-hmm. been evolving towards um and family dynamics since the 80s and that, you know, it's, it's comedic, but I like, and I think in the eighties, it was just like, this is such an oddity men, mm-hmm. you know, need to work and, you know, whatever, but we're starting to appreciate that though dads may, you know, p- like run the household differently. Like there's a, a beautiful place for it. Right. And we need to be, you know, more, it, it, you know, like we called, like, and to me also, like the concept of Mr. Mom, 
like I hate that con- that term because it's like, like moms are nurturing, but dads are too. And and that's what that movie absolutely shows is that dads have a place for nurturing, right? Yeah. We're emotional right. beings, right? Kind of like your Sean Connery comment, right? All right, we'll talk. Well, it, it's, it to me, I just hear a broken man that doesn't know how to connect emotionally. Exactly. And, and Mr. Mm-hmm. Mom is like the counterpart. I love you, Brian. Like you, you bring up those two conflicting roles or whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, no, I, I just like it. how he shows um, through the, a number of things is, is uh, flexibility and ability to, you know, adapt and learn um, mm-hmm. and uh, shows that there's, you know, he does it a different way, but it's still, you know, it works in the end kind of thing. Right. right. Uh, you know, has to adapt to, you know, a completely different lifestyle. Uh, mm-hmm. 100%. At first he fails, you know, horribly, but then he eventually, <laughs> you know, comes out of his stupor and goes, you know what, I'm going to own this shit and get it fucking done. And he does, yeah. you know, and the whole time he's like fighting off this neighbor lady who's trying to like get in his pants. And he's just like, you know, yeah, you're beautiful <laughs> and all, but uh, no, 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 thank you. You know, that just shows his integrity, uh, you know, yeah. as a person, um, you know, and all that. And all while also having, you know, uh, these doubts about what's going on in his wife's career and, you know, whether or not she's seeing her boss and so on and so forth. So, right. you know, but it just, it just shows how strong of a man he really is in the end when he can just, you know, say, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fall for any of this crap kind of thing. Or I'm not gonna, you know, step out of my wife and I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue to be here for her and the kids and so on. So yeah, good dad. Any, any uh, thoughts on that, Joe? <laughs> no. I, I, I haven't agree. seen Mr. Mom in a really oh, long yeah, time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen it. I haven't either. Like, but I think I've, maybe the late 80s, early 90s was the last time I saw it. I was going to say, yeah, used to come, it used while. to come on TV all the time in like the late 80s or early 90s. And I've probably seen it so many times. I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, talking about it brings in. No, yeah. like, and, and we used I to love- have that vacuum from that friggin' movie, by the way. Yeah. That big ass Kirby. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> right, with the log. <laughs> what, what they call it, Jaws or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They have the Jaws uh, theme. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, and I, like anyway, to go go back to, to to go back to Tom's comment um, mm-hmm. with the turning um, the Mr. Mom thing into who's, who's the, boss. the boss again, and and to yep. me, this is something we talk about in our our podcast, and it's a little bit of a a, a soapbox of mine, but like this concept of battling genders, of of being the boss of the house rather than mm-hmm. being a partnership, right, and and. It, this this breaking of the old construct of dad's the boss or mom's the boss, you know, like whoever's the disciplinarian is the boss, right? And it's this battling, and, and and whoever makes the money is the boss, right? That that I'm I'm glad to see that we're sh- like I don't think who, the concept of who's or the, let, let me rephrase it the title of who's the boss could work today because we're kind of moving away from that like income equals boss. Like, and, and, and I think we're moving in toward a better role of partnerships rather than, you know, one person being in the lead. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Thank you so Whoa. much, John. Oh. Holy hey. moly. That's, oh. that's awesome. I, I bow to you. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. Thank you. <laughs> like that's yes. the world to me. It's great. <laughs> Throwing money at you. Wow. 
Okay, Joey, I will dance. Anybody? I will dance if anybody wants to post money. Like I will be. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're, you're I'll put on them. Tina Turner. I'll be your private dancer if you want to do. <laughs> You're gonna have to start a whole new page. For that'll that. be the Patreon, right? Yeah, that'll be in the Patreon. <laughs> right, well, let's let, see. Let me... Like Mr. Mom was kind of like a gimme. So, yeah. Scott, you can go next. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna say one person, but two roles. But hear me out, okay? Okay. So Mandy Pan uh, uh, Patinkin, okay, as San Francisco. An uh, alien nation to go with the sci-fi theme. Great, yeah, father, yeah. right? And also the difficulties of being an immigrant into the the, the uh, world, right? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yep. And then Saul Bloom and Wish I Was Here. Zach Braff's like um, being a thirties. I, I like it's one of Zach Braff's like movies. He has these like generational movies, starting with like. Um, Garden State and what have you, but wish wish I uh, wish I was here. To me, I know it didn't get a lot of buzz or or whatever, but I really love that movie because it it like it's a and even Zach Braff in that movie, but like Mandy pa uh, Patankin is just like a phenomenal actor and just like he was a great Jewish dad um, to me in that movie. So I haven't seen that one i haven't seen the zach braff movie and alienation i haven't watched it in a while yeah i'm gonna watch it again this year at some point because i want to do a video on it obviously um but i do remember mandy potemic and sam uh or george depending on who you ask uh was really good uh as a dad yeah, oh, yeah george yeah he yeah. went by george yeah he's he as a person from everything i've seen is just a, a great overall human being yeah, yeah not definitely just, not just actor, which is but, ironic obviously. yeah but like also I, I didn't realize until maybe 10 years ago that that was mandy potemkin like i had no idea that that was mandy potemkin mm -hmm. oh i like blew my mind this is the <laughs> same guy who plays um you know the guy in the princess bride yeah, and, yeah. Uh, colonel mines the same guy <laughs> no i i like i i sat there and i was like i love like he's one of my like all-time favorite people favorite actors all that stuff he's and great. i was like he's gotta yeah. be a dad in something that i've seen mm -hmm. right and so then I, like when i'm looking up like up his like stuff like i came across alienation and i was like oh that's a great movie i love that movie and then the mm -hmm. tv show was even better because you were able to go even further with it. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I loved that dad. And, and the fact that like, I think maybe I like the TV dad more than even the movie because they were able to go a little bit deeper into it. Right. But like that, his being an immigrant, but holding on to his culture and tradition and the importance of that. And then, you know, educating to, so it's, you know, I, I just, to me, I thought that was a very dad role, like, I think it's important to like pass on your traditions, to pass on your culture, like as you incorporate into a new one to hold on to some traditions and stuff like that. And so. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And Inigo Montoya, as Indy points out is his name, is a yeah. good example of why you should never kill a dad. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you killed my father. Prepare to die. To die. <laughs> my name is Inigo Montoya. One you of the greatest, my... greatest lines ever. Yeah. Oh, oh, martial arts film freak. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, wow. We really do have to go get some pints now. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I, I wish I had a 
clip thing ready, but I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I'm not even trying to do that yet. Um, maybe retro new nerd girl can show me. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, you. It's your turn, Damien. Oh yeah, pointing down at oh, me because I'm. I just want to. Mo- I just want to mention. Yeah. Just. <laughs> I just. Wait, wait. Before we move on, I just want to mention with martial arts film freak, like it, what he brought up about red. Like to me, like. I like. I. I think. I completely agree. Like mm-hmm. about red, and that that again, he's not necessarily my like the style that I want to be, but like you see his heart, right? Mm-hmm. You see his his and and what he and what he tries to pass on to the kids. I think I think he's because he does. He's not even just a surrogate dad to like. He's literally like he literally becomes a surrogate dad to hide, but like he's also a dad to all of the kids, right? And I think that's a very important thing. Like I think that like when we have kids, like like when they have friends, especially when they're younger, even into teenagers, like you're, you're a figure for all of them. And that makes you a really good person. Right. And, and someone they can trust and come to. But anyways, <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. Thank you. Thrash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, so 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 moving on. Um, yeah, your turn. So my my next one is uh, is Furious, um, Jason Furious Styles from Boys in the Hood, um, oh, played God. by Lawrence Fishburne. Um, he's another one of those those you know, of course, another one of those '90s movies, but uh, just another one of those dads that I think of when I think of movie dads as being a good dad. Good he was call. he was tough. He was a tough father. Um, made his son do all those chores, but that. You know, at the you know when he first moved to the hood with his dad, but that kept his son out of trouble. You know, mm-hmm. having to do all that stuff all the time. So, um, so yeah, it just showed um, how he he saw his son as as needing you know purpose and a direction to keep him out of trouble, and went about doing that, even though it may have been tough and it may have been you know uh, difficult for his son to endure, not ever having to deal with that before, and in the end, turns him into the man that he becomes later and you know he he um teaches him to uh you know uh you know the importance of responsibility and confidence in himself kind of thing so and and that's just something that you know it doesn't get brought up enough i think sometimes um is that these are important things that that dads need to teach their children and moms can teach their children too it just it all just all takes that you know that that strength to say no and to to make sure that they do what they're they're supposed to be doing so that little speech he gives about the outside Mm -hmm. world and about all the liquor stores and gun stores that that blew my freaking mind as a yeah yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) the wisdom that he imparts you know about things and i'm gonna have to go watch that again now yeah it's been a while i watched it over and over again when i was younger but i haven't seen it in shit Oh, sorry. Uh, 15, at least 15 years. So. Yeah, no, I, that's, that was on my list. Uh, like, like, but no, it's a great, he, he's a great one. Right. Like, and, mm-hmm. and like you said, everything you said, like the discipline and everything, the, the things mm-hmm. that were necessary for growing up in a very difficult environment mm-hmm. in order to ensure that he's able to get out of it. Right. So yeah. that he can be, or not even get out of it, but like not sink into it. Yeah. Right? Not fall so that, into that, that trap. Right? Yeah. Like, so that like, he can be one of those, like he's passing on this, Mm -hmm. this mantra so that his, his child can carry the torch 
to make the area a better place, right? Um, so, bye, Nicole. Bye, bye Nicole. Nicole. Thanks Have for hanging one. out with us. No, and also uh, Fishburne had a very similar role. I don't think he was actually a dad. He was a professor in uh, higher learning. Yeah. Another yeah, movie that kind yeah. of blew That was him another up. really good one, yeah, that comes yeah. to mind. Yeah. He yeah. plays almost a father figure in that. To, uh, Definitely, to, to the characters, yeah. 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 I, I liked his little speech about this is all a game. Don't, don't, you, right. don't you understand what this all, this is just all a game, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was, uh, he's, he played a good role in that one, too. Very talented actor. Oh man, he's like he played a. Uh, um, and of course, you know. Marshall. And of course, you know the Matrix. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and, you know, you and that's, bring that up, you know. Well, and 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 as as Morpheus, he is yeah. a bit of a, a father a father figure, figure yeah. right? Because he's you know, and, mm-hmm. and again, it's the wise old sage right yeah. role, at which often gets portrayed by by men or whatever, but mm-hmm. like. Or you the know, wise and, old it, master, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Obi Wan, yes, oh. Obi Wan. Yeah. Okay, you're, now you're really stealing mine because I got oh, Frank Oz. Yoda. No, 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 no. That's fine. No, I love it. No, Frank Oz as Master Yoda, right? And so I'll go ahead. And I've got a uh, uh, Ewan McGregor and Al, uh, Alec McGinnis as Obi Wan Kenobi. Like again, uh, it's that that wise old sage, but like they take a a father mm-hmm. figure kind of perspective or whatever. So, yeah. Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about yeah. Yeah, let's talk about Yoda and Obi Wan. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They had they had children together. Yoda. (laughs) Okay, so first, I cannot bring up Yoda without talking about um, bad lip uh, bad lip syncings. The seagull song, because that's just <laughs> phenomenal. And then Obi Wan or whatever, like mm-hmm. uh, what was it, the the bushes of love or whatever, where he's talking about like where they're doing that. So first off, she's like, a... yeah, yeah, like like bad lip syncing, phenomenal job on like on those. But like, uh, um, yeah, no, Master Yoda, like you've got a an orphaned boy who's raised by his his uncle, right, um, and then you know, taken on by Obi-Wan Kenobi and then raised by Yoda. So like, he's got like multiple, like to me, I, I, I love that concept because it's that, that it takes a village concept that mm-hmm. even if you do have a dad, like it takes multiple, like it takes a village. You really do need to have multiple people. And so, um, <laughs> <laughs> Stop it now. <laughs> or when Luke goes and sees him and it was that they've got that, like my stick is better than bacon. And so <laughs> <laughs> I don't want your stick. You can't have my stick. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, like, but I, like to me, it, it, it connects. Right. Because, and I, I think it's one of the things that we love about Yoda, master Yoda is that though he's not a, a, a biological father, he is an adoptive father to all of those young Padawans, right? And and he is so respected because, again, this is the role that that you know men need to take more. Like I think there was more of a a 
modeling of it when we were kids and generations before that we've kind of slipped away because we emphasize men in the workplace so much, but we need to emphasize men in the community. Like now we're painted as you're either in the workplace or you're hurting kids, right? And so like there's this like distrust of men in community because we're not as we're not emphasizing as much the role of men in, in the community and our responsibility in the community. So. And yeah, Anakin Skywalker didn't have a father, but he had a way of oh. taking care of children. You know what? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> he took care of him. All right. That's oh. right. But you know what? Zuber, you bring dog. up a good, like it, like again, Anakin, like, and, and his, his decline, right? Because he's like taken from his mom, doesn't have a dad, like, and is constantly seeking that, that love, right? Which can lead to unhealthy modes, uh, ways of getting it. So I I think that Anakin is a, you know, a case study in why it's important to have, you know, a father in your life. Yeah. (laughs) The importance of fathers, because he didn't have one at all. And look how that turned out for him. So <laughs> anyway, wait, wait, we talk about this cause we've all mm-hmm. talked about this in the podcast. So I have to bring it up. If you can, uh, uh, Eric, if you can highlight thrashes, uh, uh, walking dead post. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like yeah. Rick and right. walking dead. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for pulling one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's only got three. Go. No, you talk about anyway, it. really. No, talk about, talk it. about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, the whole concept of, of the walking dead and 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 trying to raise a child in that environment um to to or it's a whole killer be killed mentality and not to raise a complete monster you know and to uh still instill that the what it is to be human i guess mm-hmm. um with Carl and um, even though he didn't, even though he didn't get to do a lot of that with his daughter Um, or, and yet again, taking in the, taking the role of father for his daughter, even though he, you know, spoiler alert, um, if you're late to the party, uh, (laughs) whether or not Judith was his daughter, right? I don't think it even um, mattered to him. Like it that. didn't. Oh. That's the yeah. thing is, is she was family. Yep. And, you know, regardless, you know, um, you know, he loved his wife and, you know, let bygones be bygones with that because, you know, she thought he was dead. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, just that, you know, and having to raise a child in that, you know, I guess you can call monstrous situation. You know, um, where throughout the show, I mean, all you see is, is, uh, how bad humanity can get, you know, um, just trying to survive and yet still finding a way to guide your kid in the right direction. You know, right. You know, Joe, and you bring up a really good point, especially with Rick and his, his view of Judith. Right. Because in there, he never sees her as anything other than his his daughter. Right. And even like and and throughout. Right. Every in the community sees her as his daughter. Right. Mm -hmm. And even like 
identifying like Carl and Judith as like, again, spoiler alert as like, you know, Michonne's child, right? Like that yeah. it becomes, it becomes a point that bi- biological parents no longer even really matter because you're just fighting for the survival of the species. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like, parent isn't even this like we often emphasize the biological aspect of parent but parent just becomes who raises you right and to and i think for a lot of us like we can agree like that biological parent doesn't mean anything if you're not raising your child right or if you're not involved in raising your child right and that's that the person that raises a child is the one that is and again there's a lot of different things not to say like there can be a lot of complex reasons why dads are not able to be involved and all this. So in those circumstances, I'm not knocking y'all or anything like knocking those situations or anything like that. Um, But like we tend to, to see the importance of, of rearing versus, and, and you bring that up, but I've actually worked with people like, or let me rephrase this. I've known people that came from refugee situations where they literally thought their dad had died and that their siblings like, or their children had died and they started a new life, had new kids or whatever. Decades later, like we're talking about almost half a century later, finding out that their husband's still alive because of social media and stuff like that. And then coming back together and like how that impacts the family, how that, you know, all of the stuff and the, the, you know, what does this mean? All this different stuff, like all these different emotions come up. So we have this even today. So like this, this kind of changing our concept of what it is to be a father, what it is to be family is really, especially now that we have so many different, like we don't have it here in the U S but there are so many different war zones out there that it's, it's causing, you know, severe distress, like right now with, you know, and, and we're just going to see this on a repetitive basis. And so anyways, yeah, because g- going on with the, the, the raising of a kid um, that's not yours, because um, I don't know if I want to jump Lance. line here. Hi, Lance. Hi, Lance. Um, Thanks for coming. Jumping ahead again, um, but uh, Jonathan Kent, right? Yeah. You know, um, raising a, a child that is not yours, who in all, you know, uh, compared to the rest of the world i mean you're raising somebody who could be viewed as a god right mm-hmm. and, and and instilling yet again a, a good moral system you know showing humility and humility um you know to raise a, a a a you know a good kid you know a good person um and uh kind of sticking along with that how you went yoda um uh, professor x too um taking in kids who whose parents have abandoned them at times who refuse to acknowledge them for who they are right you know um and x-men you know but yeah yeah professor x becomes oh a good one yeah professor yeah. X becomes a, a a father figure for kids especially kids that were abandoned because of the fact that they're yeah, and, that, and, it, and it ties into like current things of today with you know um parents not accepting i mean that's what it was inspired by but, you know parents not expect uh, accepting their children for you know who they different identity identify as yeah yep. you know yeah so yeah big bean brilliant 
from the guy that played in Dukes of Hazard. Excellent. But I'm going to one up you, Baked Bean, because I have to, because Joe brought this up with Clark oh, Kent, <laughs> Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> See, played yeah. one of the best. Okay. Yeah. So See, I get to cross that one off. Yeah. See, I could dangle that one in front of you there. I knew you would I knew bite. that was coming. I knew it had to be on your list. 1,000% I knew that was Absolutely. on your list. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Kevin Costner is Jonathan. I, and I loved it, right? Because, again, like how he, how they, they, um, again, spoiler alert, how, like, how he plays, you know, Jonathan Kent in Man of Steel and how he's, like, you keep, like, protecting him like i want to go out there and he's like you can't man you can't if you do like and he's the one that goes instead to protect his child right even though his child could protect everyone he puts Mm -hmm. like and he knows this but he says like i have to keep you safe He's already got a ring. Straight up, he's, he's already got a, a, a yeah. ring picked up and everything. <laughs> this this comes off. This this comes off. <laughs> John Snyder, thank you, Tom. Well, oh, oh, right, John Schneider. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I don't even know whose turn it is. Whose turn is it? I don't. Even... Yeah, we Does it matter? just went. Yeah, I think we just well, like, I jumped yeah. ahead of the line. Sorry, that's all right. Go ahead. Eric. I got one. I can go ahead yeah, and go. go ahead. Um, it's actually a twofer. We got Robin Williams as either Daniel Hillard from Mrs. Doubtfire or Peter. Ah, it's one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my next one, actually. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Hillard, because mm-hmm. like he up. is willing to literally sacrifice everything, he's willing oh. to like break the law and you know risk everything just to spend time with his kids and yeah. to raise them and have yeah. a good time with them and come on every like he he juggles complete insanity to make yes. that happen yeah um and he, he doesn't even let the divorce keep him down which is kind of the nope. whole point of the movie um and as for peter banning he starts the movie being a terrible father not giving a crap about his kids but by the end of the movie he remembers that he's peter pan spoiler alert um and that Oh, he what? needs to he need <laughs> he needs to be present and he needs to embrace that joyful energy of children that he had lost when he grew up. And I, I think both of those speak to to um the kind of like joy you have to have as a father to to remember that you're supposed to be um having a good time, but also like you're supposed to want to uh nurture that like that open-eyed innocence of youth in your children that like, I think, I think that's really important. And I think in both these roles, Robin Williams nails it. Cause he's Robin Williams. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that's where that came from. What do you guys think? Go for it. Daniel. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, he, he straight up, you know, gets completely dressed up, like complete full on makeup <laughs> to just go yeah. and be with his kids. And and makes up an entire personality, just you know, just, <laughs> it's just it's completely nuts. But at the same time, it's like, well, I mean, if your kids were just taken away from you and you could only see them once every two weeks, supervised or whatever, you know, I mean, I could see something like that, you know, just doing whatever you can to get back to them, you know. So it's, it's just it shows how much he loves his kids. How much he, he's willing to sacrifice to be with his kids, um, you know, and and I mean he's willing to give it all away for for them. So that's uh, yeah, 
I'm, I'm, that's that's definitely you know high on my list of good dad movie dads right there. So, well, bye, John. See you later, John. Thanks for coming. Bye, John. Oh, thank uh, you. I, I didn't know how to say that name. I was like, yeah, oh, I don't know. I'm glad it's. Either. I'm glad it's John. Okay, I that's why John. I say John. <laughs> <laughs> no, can we stick with Robin Williams for a second? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yes. So, so, Joe, go ahead. Do you have another one? Well, uh, with just going as like, if I could have picked like a dad, right? Mm-hmm. I would pick Robin Williams. I mean, yeah. I, I never you met the person. <laughs> I, yeah, I never, I never met him, right? But from interviews and seeing how he is in movies and how he can just dig deep, um, and just tug your heartstrings, um, you know, between the movies mentioned and his role in Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, um, I was yep. right. Yeah, Dead Poet Society. Sean, Sean my yeah, favorite Dead movies Sean of all time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah, yeah. What I, was I, the one I, where he was a surgeon or something with the kids' hospital? Patch, Adam. Patch Adams. Patch Adams. Yeah, yeah. Patch Adams. Another great. Not surgeon, doctor. Whatever. Yeah. 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 And he was but, also yeah. good in uh, um, Awakenings. That he was good in that too. Yeah. Even though that wasn't That's really comedy. Yeah. So. So, but like, so with the Sean McGuire, because I work in mental health, um, the thing that I love about it, no, and this is why I say, this is why, just to kind of clarify, because like, like, I think everybody who watches that sees how he becomes a father-like figure for him, Mm -hmm. right? Which is not appropriate, which is not appropriate because in, in, if you take it further than he did, um, in, and were to become a father figure because that would be a blurring of the lines and counter transference and, and a boundary issue. Right. But in the movie, you like, I really liked how he portrayed it because you like, he is supposed to like in, in therapy, he's supposed to be what, what we call transference, right. Where Will Hunting starts to see him as a father and he can yeah. play out and work through his ex- experience with his own father in that room, right? And when he says, it's not your fault, right? And he repeats that. That's what Will Hunting always wanted his dad to say. And he plays it out, right? So to me, and and then there's a bond. And and Will Hunting leaves and and steals his line, right? At the end. And but like, and, and that's to me shows why it was a healthy boundary. So I always like that. <laughs> <One hour phone. laughs> sorry to laugh on that, but yeah. That's great. I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm so sorry, but like Indy, listen to our podcast. We talk about like Indy, listen to our podcast. But then also, so so that's that's why I see like it's a great therapy um role right he does it i think he does a good job with that other things that i want to bring out with with uh, um robin williams birdcage great yes. dad yes right? yeah sure great yeah. dad right and and it's a it, it's a complex you know oh, situation how did i not over. think of this one Oh, that makes me mad. That's my <laughs> note. that's my <laughs> actual next come, one yeah. chris nielsen <laughs> yeah. and what dreams may come like and and like to me, I like again. That's my next one, darn yeah. Daryl. Like, yeah, he was he head. was good in that movie. Yeah, oh. for sure. 
And so, so that was what I was going to bring up next was, was in what dreams may come is because, and, and it's interesting because in it, he becomes the child and his children who had been, who been there become like guide him. Right. Mm-hmm. And this right. first, right. Yeah, his and daughter, I love, yeah. well, no, his daughter and, and his son. son. Oh, right. that's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 And when, Jr. was his son. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I thought he was his daughter. Really. No, that was his son. That, that was his son. son was the playing, daughter was somebody else. His, oh, okay. his son okay. appeared as as uh, it's been Chris years Nielsen's. Since I've seen that movie, yeah, no, no, so. no. Oh, I love that movie. Like mm-hmm. his son appears as his mentor, but it's actually alert. his son. Like he's but just it's actually trying his son. to. Okay. And they go and when they go to hell, right? Like mm-hmm. his. That's where he's like, son. I like you're the person I would go to hell and back with, right? And and that's where they like and and he has that moment, right? Of like, mm-hmm. and they're able to kind of work through. And to me, like, um. Yeah, I just I, I love him in that 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 role, and it shows how much his kids meant to him, how much mm-hmm. his kids meant to his family, like what kind of daddy was, his imperfections, all that different stuff, like busy, and the fact that they were willing to lift him up in his basically suicidal quest to save his wife, like to save. Mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, great one. All right, and it's a Richard Matheson book. It's a good book. Yeah. And, and and don't forget, he oh, also I didn't played in a movie called World's Greatest Dad. The daughter was the flight attendant, right? Um, yeah. The same actress who was in uh, Star Trek Enterprise. Um, mm. I can't remember the character's name off the top of my head. The same actress. Yeah. All right. Okay. Scott, you've got the longest list. You go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, so, with, uh, like... I just want to finish off a couple things and then we'll go. Oh, okay, go ahead, go ahead. So you with Kevin me. Costner, Butch Haynes, Butch Haynes in Perfect World wasn't really a dad and he kind of kidnapped the kid, but he does kind of like do this fatherly kind of role. And then Ray Kinsella in Field of Dreams with Kevin Costner. Like, so, okay, that's my Kevin Costner, like just to get that off. All right. But like my real dad that I want to bring up, Marlon Brando in The Godfather as Vito Corleone. <laughs> <laughs> anything kevin costner i watched I, I found out there was one movie i haven't seen so i have to go one of his westerns i have to go see that but um yeah i love the guy anyways but marlon brando as vito corleone in the godfather wasn't a great person but i think you he think? loved his dad right <laughs> but as a dad loved his family, loved sure. his family yeah. right and he loved That's his true. children um you know, he's, he's antisocial personality disorder. So he, he has these really messed up constructs of, of rules and what have you. But like, I think he was like, like family was absolutely his most important. And the way that he stepped down in order to take care of his grand and to be a grandfather, I like, again, I just like, mm-hmm. so perfect. Yeah. And he adopted a kid, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, so we're done. (laughs) Godfather is in its title. Yeah. Yeah. I do think Vito was a better father than Michael. Michael was not a good dad. Michael was a bad dad. (laughs) Yes. I agree. Okay, so um, Damien, that's you. Uh yeah, me. Right. (laughs) Um uh, I'm gonna just go down the list here. Um Edward Bloom um from Big Fish. 
Yeah. Played by both one, Ewan yeah, McGregor yeah. and Albert Feeney or Finney. Yep. Um, so like, you know, it kind of shows like um, the things that uh, annoy you about your dad when you're when you're young. <laughs> the things that you're like, man, that guy's just a goofball, or or that's really stupid, or you know, I can't believe he's that way. You know, is it? turns out to be you know or like the stories or that they make up specifically in this movie like he thinks that all the stories are made up but they turn out to be somewhat true. true there's yeah. Like, yeah half true but he's just embellished them you know mm-hmm. but he thinks that so the son thinks that it's all just it was all just lies it was all just a big fat story wasn't it and it turns out no it wasn't and just that you know it just show just it's just one of those things where just through you know kind of through example in the end and in uh that it's not always all those, those types of fanciful stories aren't always just stories. Sometimes there's, a, there's, there's truths in them that, um, you know, that, that you can learn from and whatnot. So, uh, it's just, I just thought that was a, I thought in the end he, he turned out to be a good dad who was just trying to make his, his son's life a little bit more fun, a little bit more imaginative, um, you know, a little bit more interesting through, the stories that he told and sure the father was a little self-absorbed in his you know storytelling and the the the, the story of his life but it, you know in the end it, it was all it was all for for good reason and uh you know and that was just to keep things entertaining so mm-hmm. yeah and a lot of dads can be that way <laughs> a lot of grandfathers can be that well, as way. a storyteller I had, I had I, yeah I totally uncles and with that. so on yeah <laughs> so, um yeah yeah thank you as I get older, like I, I start to feel like that is probably Tim Burton's best movie. And I think it, it goes yeah. under the radar for a lot of people. Very good movie. Yeah, it's one of yeah, my favorites. Is. Yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've probably seen that movie a dozen times. So, and I, and for a movie of that age, that's a lot for me, you know, because <laughs> it's not yeah. that old really. So, well, I mean, I guess it is compared to a lot of newer movies, but anyway. <laughs> yes, it's old compared to new old. things. <laughs> <laughs> We're, I'm just getting old. That's the problem. <laughs> Stop this clock progression thing that keeps happening every day. You know? And I there's also that. like just something about Albert Finney at that age. Yeah, he's like oh, yeah. he's like the ultimate grandpa. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and and especially for us in our in in, in like again our, our third podcast where we talk about our own dads and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um. To me, that movie is such it like that's one of the ones that's on my list. I, like I, I agree with you, it's one of the just it's one of my all time favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's for for us and what we talk about in our podcast, it's this really great point in time of, and it, I think it reflects us in a lot of ways of the journey of of a, 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 a young of a male to grow into identifying themselves and find their own identity. Mm-hmm. And then once you do that, being able to then go back and understand your father, right. And, and learn about who, uh, about his, you know, Eric's going to love this, but to learn his truth. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and, I and make an, I'd make a rude gesture, but I think YouTube might demonetize I, me. I, I, <laughs> I, yeah. but like this, this, yeah. this construct of, of being able to um, go on our journeys and, and then understand our own, our, our, our father's journey. So we learn it from a, as a child 
and then we get to learn it as adults, right? And yeah. learn and, and understand them. Like Joe mentioned earlier, initially they are superheroes, and then they become humans, mm-hmm. right? And 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 I think that's what this whole movie is about, right? Is this young man's journey into seeing the superhero falling into his stories, right? Mm-hmm. And then finding the truth. Yeah. And 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 it's to me that's a really beautiful journey for people. And so. and, and also so, you know just um just in in reality of, you know, people is that sometimes the thing that that annoys you the most about somebody is the thing that you end up loving the most about them later, you know. Of course. Or yeah. in retrospect, you know, after they're right. gone. So um yeah, it's just there's there's something about that. Okay, Joe, do you have anybody else? Or no, is it Scott? Whose turn is it? Is it I Scott? guess it's Joe. Oh, Joe. Joe's, Joe's, Joe's Joe, next because he's there, after there's, me. So. There's one I I've, I've was thinking that one of you would bring up, but uh, y'all haven't yet. Uh, Clark Griswold. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's on my list. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what? I didn't even put that on my list, and I'm ashamed. Ashamed. Oh, all of you. All the people who would have put it on their list. All yeah, the people that I was expecting. I'm, yeah. I'm like the, the Christmas vacation, like, you know, nut job here. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. His his love affair <laughs> of, of Lampoon, Natural Lampoon, mm-hmm. is like my love affair. And, and, and Clark Groswald is yes. like my love affair of Kevin Gossner. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. Go ahead, That's Joe. Why... It's, it's your turn, so. No, I had it on my list. Are you just bringing it up to, to well, have somebody else? No, I'm, 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 well, I'm bringing it up because I, I didn't mm-hmm. know. I, I was shocked that it hadn't already been brought up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, just the, you know, the imperfect dad who who mm-hmm. still wants to to show his kid the world, you know, yeah. and and it, it expose them to different things. Um. Yeah, it's excellent. You know, I'm not I'm not a huge as, as big a fan of them as you are, but uh, yeah, that's that's the thing that sticks out to me is him being a dad. You know, He's always trying to to to, to show them everything and, and squeeze out like every last drop of fun from whatever you know they're doing, and and ultimately he actually just ruins the fun for them most of the time. <laughs> But He's like the, the epitome of the whole. Yeah. You will have fun, yeah. damn it! Exactly, <laughs> and you know, it just like it, you know, has these plans, and you know, and we're you know, we're gonna do this, and it's gonna be fun, and they they all come along, you know, begrudgingly, you know, just like drug into this into this adventure that he he's taking them on. Um, you know, but he, I mean, you can ab- absolutely tell that he just loves his family, uh, everything, you know, and even though they don't always express that they, you know, appreciate his love, you know, but, um, and quite often are just like, Oh, really? <laughs> so, but yeah. Uh, and everything he does, like, like in, um, uh, uh, Christmas vacation, we drags him out into the woods to cut down the tree. It's just like, <laughs> everybody the whole time, just like, do we really have to do this? Is this really something we're doing? <laughs> That's such a dad thing, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah. and, and, and yeah. the the extent that he goes to the, the mm-hmm. with the lights, but mm-hmm. and the thing oh, that yeah. I appreciate yeah. the, the, the thing that I appreciate about it mm-hmm. is that the kids hate it mm-hmm. as their kids. Yeah, later on so, in life, though, when they yeah. become adults, those are the things that they're gonna like. Especially when at his funeral, 
all of those things are the things that they're going to bring up and are going to yeah. like hit them in the hit them in the heart. Remember that time we we yeah. jumped that that <laughs> the road out <laughs> <up> the desert. <laughs> 40 yards. He's he's like 40 yards. Right. (laughs) Remember that time Santa Claus like flew into space. Yeah, exactly. Like blew up and flew into space. Yeah. Like those are the things that, that remember the squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) Squirrel. Didn't even let a dead family member bring the vacation down. You know what? Zuper brings up uh, a good just put point on the roof. That that there's like because uh, like when he talk like uh, um when he talks about like uh he's at the perf- I think it's the perfume desk in in Christmas uh, vacation where he's mm-hmm. like the woman oh, yeah. who's uh, got large tracts of land um, and then also like just beautiful Brinkley. eyes, just beautiful eyes, yeah. big round. Wonderful yeah. eyes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, uh, uh, and, and like with Christy Brinkley and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I like, I am, I am, I am not one hundred percent certain that he cheated on his wife or not. And I, and I'm, 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 I'm sure there's lots of people that would want to go like, absolutely. But I also know plenty of guys who love their family but also have like the appreciation for the wandering eye or whatever, or like the, 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 the fantasy and stuff like that. Um, where they're like, you know, maybe when they're with their, their spouse, like they're, they may be thinking about like another person or whatever. And, and, and yet at the same time, it doesn't mean, (laughs) it doesn't mean that they're like, Hey, just because I might think about Kevin Costner on occasion does not mean that I don't love my wife. Okay. Mm. Like, no, (laughs) 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 yes he was he was poised to cheat on his wife at least once um, in the pool on the christmas or on the first vacation movie but um and then there were other times when he was definitely given women the eye and you know he's 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 a man he's got his weaknesses you know, we're, I, I we're, don't we're really focusing, approve, but you know, yeah, is what it we is. We are focusing the conversation on dads, not yeah. husbands. Yeah, yeah. Even though point. we are. <laughs> yeah. On, on, well, on, you three might be husbands. I sure as hell am not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Let's speaking of that. Damien going, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, exactly. I, I got to bring up Will Ferrell as Ricky Bobby then. Uh, <laughs> Don't okay. you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Not a great man, but definitely fighting for his family. And mm-hmm. on top of it, like he kept the kids, right? And and the complexity of like being a man with a really poor father figure and not knowing how to truly be a father yet trying to learn mm-hmm. um, and having a close relationship with his mom. Um like I think I think that's a that's again I I don't think it's it's a necessity to be a perfect dad I think it's you know because we're we're all a f- flawed people but appreciation appreciating the 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 work people do to try to become better right mm-hmm. like have that open so I just got it like anyways I had to throw that in just because. <laughs> 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 much much like Clark Griswold. Right? <laughs> right? 
right? As long as they're memorable, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's the it's the effort, right? It's the 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 was it? It's what's the phrase? It's the meaning that counts, or the right? It's the thought that counts. Yeah, the thought that counts. There we go. The thought that counts. Right. Thank you. I do have to put in a, an honorable mention for the martial arts film freak. He he told me to put this one in here, so we're going to talk about it a little bit. Uh, speaking of fighting for your family, um, mm. Jetly in this movie, The Enforcer, which is also oh. called My Father is a Hero. Um, he's he's a he's an undercover cop, and his wife uh, uh, dies of a asthma attack, like partial way through the movie. Um, his wife and his son are like you know living their life separate, and he's off like fighting gangsters and stuff. Um, and eventually, the gangsters find out, and they steal his son. And the climax of this movie involves Jetly and this like. I don't know, six to eight year old kid. They're tied together with a, they tie each other together with a rope. And Jet Li is using his son as a weapon to attack all the bad guys. It is one of the greatest things I have ever seen in my life. You've got to look it up. <laughs> you know what? That is a good dad. <laughs> I have videos of my dad slinging me around in similar fashions, not with enemies, but so. <laughs> so I had to bring that one up because That's I told great. him I would. That was his choice. That's great. <laughs> I love it. Uh, All right. Uh, do, 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 do. Joe brought up Clark. So Eric, your turn. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Who else do I got? Let me look at my list real quick. Do, do, do. Um, okay. Somebody else brought it up earlier. I think it was also the martial arts film freak, but he's, he's on my list and that's Godzilla. Obviously, um, oh. there's the movie, the son of Godzilla, where Godzilla, where really first, you really first meet Godzilla's son. Um, uh, this is before he becomes like Minya and Minnie and really annoying and awful. But in this first movie, <laughs> he's basically Godzilla spending the entire movie just trying to survive on an island because like the climate has gone crazy and the world is basically exploding around them. Um and he's trying to protect his son from giant spiders and humans and everything. Like that's all Godzilla is doing this entire movie is just protecting his son. And the movie ends and like the climate's all messed up and it starts snowing and Godzilla and his son are like facing the end of the world. And Godzilla's just hugging his son as the credits roll. And that brings a tear to my eye, man. Godzilla is a good dad. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I agree. I, was like, I would not have thought of that one. Uh, yeah, neither would I. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've I had seen... to bring it up because it's yeah. on my hat. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I don't even think I've seen that one. Um, I haven't seen. Is that like an old school? Godzilla That's one of the older the ones. 60s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50s, the original 60s? like Showa run. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't remember what year, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, damn. I got to look at the comments. I'm missing something. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well done i i want to bring up like keith uh brought up john candy in the beach vacation movie i cannot remember the name oh i know which um summer yeah. rental summer rental yeah yes that's what the like do you like these that yes. one, yes. That yes. one. <laughs> that's i can't uh, we can't like Eric can uh, uh, Eric can chat, but the rest of us can't chat. But I wanted to make sure that that statement got pointed out because that was just freaking awesome, absolutely great. So kudos. Mm -hmm. 
That's the one where he gets like a really bad sunburn and stuff. Yes. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, 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 wasn't they, on my list. And, they started out in the wrong house and they get kicked out and they're then they have to go stay in the one right next to the public beach access or whatever. And yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Good movie. Yeah. Such a great movie. Yeah. And I had yeah. such a crush I haven't seen on the it in years, though. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I had such a crush on that redhead. She's in a few movies and like I just like the daughter in it. And I like I like the fact I'm just upset at myself that I didn't think of John Candy mm-hmm. because in high school, he like was, they were like, who do you look like? And, and everyone's like, oh, Scott looks like John Candy. And I'm like, and didn't they do another one uh, where they're up in the woods up north somewhere and there's a bear? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What was the name of that one? Um, God. Uh, Wait, John was Candy's. that? Oh, that wasn't Uncle, Uncle Buck. No, Uncle Buck was the one where he was Uncle Buck and he drove the car that like spewed smoke and stuff like that. Um, what was the one where they were up in the woods like and the bear and they shoots the bear in the ass and blows the fucking at the end. And you know what you're talking about? Vaguely, it does sound vaguely yeah. familiar, but I can't I, I can't remember can't, the name know. of it. Um, if you look at you look it up yeah. while we move on and then you can bring yeah. it up in a minute. All right. Well, Thrash Britain talked about Godzilla brings the great outdoors was that it yeah the great outdoors that's oh, it yeah. yes thrash brings up the ending of dinosaurs and i did want to say i considered putting earl sinclair on my list because he puts up with a lot <laughs> but Loved he didn't baby. actually make my list for some reason i decided i couldn't have two dinosaurs on the list so i kept godzilla and Why, who, who says you can't Sure I, show. Apparently I did, but it is my channel. It's my rules. Yeah. <laughs> you change them as you go along. <laughs> no. All right. Not the mama. On my list, Not the mama. <laughs> Again. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. That was that, and like, like he, he's right there. Cause there's a number, especially in the nineties, there were a number of great, like dads, right. That were, that were on TV. And so like, um, was it TGI Friday was just like full of like fantastic dads. So Bob Saget. Yeah. Bob Saget. I'm pretty sure somebody already mentioned him. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Saget. You got, um, what's his name from family matters? Carl Winslow. Um, Yeah. yeah. Great one. And I like, I'll say that, like, I'll say this, even though he's not a great person, like Cosby was a great dad. And the Cosby show. Somebody brought that up earlier in chat. I, yeah. I'm a big fan of Al Bundy personally, but you know. Oh, you know what? Someone brought up the question I saw earlier. I can't remember who. Like in the very I assumed he was going to be on somebody's list. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Some in the very beginning of the chat, someone brought up like, "What are our thoughts on Al Bundy?" Um, because like, not a great husband. No. <laughs> not like, not a great dad. Not a great anything, honestly. But not I a just, great person. I just like loved that show so much back in oh, the day yeah, that I got to bring it up. So. <laughs> I guess I think he was, in a, in a lot of ways, an unfortunate aspect of who mm-hmm. we're raising guys to be like nowadays, of like not knowing, like, again, like my, my greatest achievement was when I was like 17 or 18 in high school. And then everything else is downhill from there. Like, that reflects so many guys, right? Like, mm-hmm. like that it's, it's to me, it, it breaks my heart. Right. So for me, like the bleeding heart that I am, like to me, I just, I, I have a lot more like empathy or sympathy for that. And so like, I, it's it, like, I don't see it. Like, again, it's, it's where we need to work better as, as men to help each other and, and get each other to, to better places. But yeah, like he was, he was, but also I agree with you. I loved him as a, as a, as a kid. 
Well, since we went there, are we going to talk about Homer? He, he, hey, Al Bundy <laughs> yes, scored was talking about Homer four touchdowns in 1966. <laughs> <laughs> four touchdowns in one game. Maybe. As a running back. Yeah. 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 That's a, uh, Homer. Well, yeah. Was Damien. He's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I get a picture? <laughs> anyway. Whatever it was, yeah. yeah. Um, Damien, like Joe brought up, like Damien had mentioned uh, him in the the chat was uh, um, um, uh, Homer. Yeah, Homer Simpson. <laughs> Why don't you talk about Homer Simpson, Damien? Oh, that wasn't the next one on my list, but I will talk about Homer Simpson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's well, he's horrible in a lot of ways because he's like. He's he's bumblingly stupid. He's he's lazy. <laughs> um, has ex, you know bouts of explosive anger. Um, he's apathetic, overweight, impulsive. You know has like a fl- attention span the size of a gnat. Uh, you know, but at the same time, he's like he can be genius in this stupidity at times and come up with like really amazing ways to do things very badly. <laughs> so, but then he he also like. You know, when he realizes that he's like he's he's not a great father, but when he realizes he's being a bad father and not parenting his kids, it's like he steps up and he's like, "Whatever you need, Lisa," kind of thing. You know, if Lisa needs help with something, he's there and he's helping her and he's doing it until the end and he's not going to stop until she's got what she needs. And like he takes Bart on adventures, places, and you know they they bond through like you know, being lost in the woods together for like however long that was in that one episode. I, I mean, there's so many Simpsons episodes. How many adventures have they been on together, you know? So, yeah, it, 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 there's a good and a bad there. And, you know, he's given up, um, like, what was that one episode? He like, he had the, it, when, when Maggie's teddy bear, was it Mr. Burns that missed, that was his teddy bear when he was a kid or something? I can't remember, but um, he's offered like all of this money to like you know for maggie's teddy bear and he's like no that's maggie's teddy bear and she loves it and she doesn't you know she won't be happy without it so he turns it down flat you know so it's like you know he's a he's a good dad and then he'll do anything for his family kind of thing. and they definitely yeah. could use the money let's yeah oh yeah they could definitely right? use the money yeah so right, yeah but yeah and and and, and like like even Santa's a little helper, right? And like yeah. in the very, very beginning of the the show, like mm-hmm. Santa's little helper, like you know, and the links that he goes in order to to get him for the family, like he bungles. And I think that that kind of I think that's one of the reasons why so many people relate to him is that we all feel like we bungle, especially as mm-hmm. dads. But it's that like again, it's the thought that counts. It's the effort. It's the that yeah. that we're trying, right? And like you mm-hmm. said, he tries. And yeah. when he when he's when it's brought to him that he's not doing something like in the best way, he'll try to make changes to the best of his ability mm-hmm. in order to to do that. Yeah. Um, but again, like, and then you look at his dad Abraham, like, like so you see, like to me, I can understand like why Homer is where he is, and then why Bart is where he is. It's this generational pattern mm-hmm. of, of of gradual improvements. Right. But it like, but there's things that are carried through the generation. So. Hi, wing it. But this is a good one. Like uh, parenthood. It wasn't on my list, but I, I should have put it on the list because uh, especially Jason Robards is like the older dad um, and he's dealing with 
Tom Hulse, you know, Amadeus being like into gambling and stuff. Um, and, you know, just basically ruining his life. And somebody else pointed out, he's got that great line when he's talking to Steve Martin's character about like, it never ends. Like you just, you're always going to be a dad, no matter what. Yeah. And you always mm -hmm. have to do what you have to do as a dad and you just accept it. And that's, yep. that's, it's, that was a really good choice. And I just wanted to highlight it. So yeah. good call wing it. Yeah. No, like I had a, a, a Steve Martin, uh, Gil Buckman, you know, on my list for parenthood. Like, cause I love that movie. Yeah. I just think it's a great, movie. it's a great think, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who was it? I want to make sure I give credit to them. Um, somebody, Oh, Zuper said, I, I think parenthood reflected the philosophy of Ron Howard's uh, of Ron Howard towards fatherhood. I think Ron Howard was probably an amazing dad. Right. Uh, Zuper, I think yeah. you, I think you really nailed it. Right. And like, when you look at his daughter, like Ron Howard's daughter um, and all the movies that she's doing and like, you know, her stuff, I think, I think there's some truth to what he's saying. So yeah, that's a, that's a great one. And to tie in another one, since the actors in that, can we can, can we go with uh, uh, "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids"? Uh -huh. oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> great one! I was on my... <laughs> oh, that wasn't even on my list. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Rick Moranis, like, and also, uh, what was it uh, in Giants or the football one um, that he did where he was like the coach of? Um... No idea what you're talking about. I'll look it up, but. Uh, Go ahead, Joe. Can, continue with Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. No, it's just just the you know leaving you know dangerous technology around you know like and let, have <laughs> the mishaps of uh, of letting your kids at least lock the door. You know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> unplug the machine or something. So they yeah, put a key. Have a yeah, have a master it. key somewhere. Yeah. You're talking about little yeah. giants, though. I think right. Turn the little giants. Off. Yeah, Thumped that's them. what I was about to say. Yeah. And, and uh, who? And he was going against Ed O'Neill, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like again, bringing like more connection or whatever. He's going against mm -hmm. Ed O'Neill's football team, Kevin mm -hmm. O'Shea. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in in that one, like uh, um, uh, Rick Moranis, like taking these kids that you know, Ed O'Neill doesn't feel are tough enough or good enough for football and then giving them the opportunity, right? Seeing the potential in them, seeing their, like, again, they're not going to be in the NFL, but it, that's not what matters, right? It, what matters is, is what you're trying to convey through sport, right? And, and he's in, in not letting kids fall by the wayside, letting them have the opportunity to, to learn those same lessons. And even maybe some more because, they're outmatched, right? Or they're like skill, like they're, they're natural talent wise, they're less than, and, you know, and so there's things that you can kind of overcome with that through teamwork. Like, I think that's, um, yeah, wasn't he the dad too in my blue heaven? What Rick Marinus the ba is a baseball game mm -hmm. or a baseball movie. God, I haven't seen that Kids. in a long time. Yeah. Ugh. Wait, I think was my blue was, heaven. Steve Martin, Steve Martin played the like, gangster or whatever he was always wearing the like fancy suits and no 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 i think rick moranis was the the agent and and steve martin created used the gangster money to create a uh, uh baseball field and stuff yeah like that. that's it yeah yeah. 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 yeah yeah well since we're on the topic of steve martin i gotta bring this one up 
his dad. Oh, jerk. jerk. Yes. <laughs> he gives this wonderful bit of advice. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, it's great. Don't trust Whitey. <laughs> But yeah, the opening line, something like I was I was the son of a a, a poor black man or something like that. You just hear Steve Martin saying it. This is a great movie. It's phenomenal. Oh, I, have, I have to watch that one. I haven't seen yeah, that's a great movie. Oh, uh, I got to bring up somebody just for a dad moment in a movie. Um, yeah, sure. So uh, so Noah uh, Levenstein uh, from American Pie, played by Eugene Levy. Um, oh yeah when uh you know the pie incident you know uh when they're in the kitchen and you know uh uh what's the character's name he's um one of the main characters of course i can't remember his name off the top of my head for some reason but he's making you know having fun with a pie right the titular (laughs) american pie (laughs) it's just you know it just shows his patience and understanding and you know the fact that it's like well we'll just tell your mother we ate it you know, it's like, <laughs> no, no, we a dad moment. He's like, well, fell on ain't floor. nobody going to understand this. And we're no. just going to put this no. between the two of us. I don't so, even you know. want it. No. Yeah. We're well, let's tell her we ate it. Let's get rid of it. You know? no. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those moments. It's like a total dad moment. It's like, ain't nobody going to understand this. Ain't, you know, we, we're just going to keep this between us. <laughs> In fact, I don't even understand it at this moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, gonna, we'll deal with it. Yeah, yeah, we'll deal with it. Just me and you. Just me and you, bud. We're going to, we're the only ones that know about this one. <laughs> oh, somebody, yeah. Uh, like somebody had brought up uh, American Pie earlier in the chat, like a way back. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to look for it, but like, uh, uh, well, he's definitely just overall a very, um, you know, patient, understanding and involved, you know, yeah. father in throughout oh, the absolutely. movie. So, yeah, yeah. you know, he's a good dad. Yeah, he is for sure. But that moment in, in particular. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Right. That is a good uh, dad. Definitely. I got another twofer for you. I got Liam Neeson from Love Actually, where he's, you know, his his wife is dead and he's still mourning, but he's still able to take care of his son and teach his son about love and everything. Mm-hmm. And then also his character in Taken. For yes, I was going to say. Very yeah. different reasons. I've got that one on my list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on my list further down. But yeah, yeah, that's on my list too. It's like, How far you know, are you willing to go? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a man with a set of particular Certain skills. Skills, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. skills that are a nightmare for people like you. <laughs> Say, so I just had to bring that up. He's no, I like, them. Yeah. Well, but I, I like and again, it goes to like with us as dads, like the the you know, none of us have those particular skills, but I'm sure every single one of us has fantasized about the idea of <laughs> being taken, <laughs> of being a taken guy. Being well, taken by who? No, just being Liam Neeson in the movie yeah. Taken or whatever, right? And yeah. like, and 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 playing that role or whatever. Like, like I think that that we've all had that fantasy of like, you know, if someone took my kid, yeah. I don't know how I would do it, but I would just like, I don't have a problem doing whatever I need to to get my kid back, right? Like, I think we're none of us are sociopaths, but when you mess with our kids, like when you put our kids in severe danger, I think all of us like start to lose a little bit of our, our care for humanity because that becomes a, a major priority. And it's like, look, I'll slaughter whoever I need to. Yeah. Like, 
Th- those people would no longer be human in my eyes. I have my sword. <laughs> <laughs> and I will go medieval. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's right. That's not a knife. <laughs> this is a noise. <laughs> also, like uh, Baked Bean brought up John Q. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like I think that's a, a really, really great, great one. Um, and so, like, yeah, again, it, it's that same kind of that same tenet of how far would you go as a father to take care of your children, and what would you sacrifice in order for your child to be okay, right? Yeah. And it's like I think most of us, you know, and and. And John, or I, I mean, and Baked Bean, I work in healthcare and I, I've had to deal with insurances before. And let me tell you, let me tell yes, yes, it is a, a letter opener. <laughs> um, and let me tell it can you, be dual use. That's right. Hey, I'll find a way um, with enough force and velocity, anything be- can become a weapon. But no, like, uh, um, like, no, I like, I like dealing with insurances, like, even as a, a healthcare provider, I've, I've like, I can totally understand John Q. Um, like it's, it's especially when your kid's, you know, going to die. Like I, I argue about this. Like if you went into Best Buy um, and you bought a TV and they gave you one of those from the 1980s, that's more wood than TV, even though you bought this like giant 80 inch flat screen, like you would go livid because you're like, Wait, no, that's not what I bought. Yeah, but this is what we feel that you d- that you actually need. We don't feel that you need this one. You need this. This is all you really need. Like any other industry, it like that like lawsuits would be happening. But insurance company, we can pay for it, and they can deny us all the, all day long. Like it's other such than, a mm-hmm. yeah. Other yeah. than fast food, because that's also you ordered this, but this is what you're getting. You know? <laughs> Tying, this doesn't look like in, a picture. <laughs> tying back into National Lampoon's, the family yeah. truckster. You know, he he got the sport. He bought the sport wagon. They gave him the family right? truckster. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever it was called. So that green thing with the wood paneling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the comment. Of that he's more, he is a sociopath. So. Okay, so who's got more? I, I mean, have, I've got more on my list. Yeah, I, I have. I have one more. Go for okay. it, Joe. Go, go uh, for it, Joe. Uh, Ted Kramer. Oh, Kramer yeah. Versus Kramer. Yep. Oh. Great one, Kramer. Older, Kramer. older movie. Um, you know, it, it's a, it's yet again a, a growth moment for the father because, you know, as I remember, it's been years since I've watched it, but uh, um, not having that great of a relationship with his kid until he's kind of forced to because mom steps out. Yep. So, and then he realizes how important that relationship is and fights for it, you know? So, And it kind of goes into our conversation, one of our podcasts that we just re- released, like the, I think it's the last one that we released that were the talk about like the changing dad roles. That was one of the movies that represented it or represented that concept of divorce becoming a bigger thing because women getting empowerment now dad's having to change their roles in the family. Right. And Ted, and, and Ted Kramer is a perfect example of that experiencing happening and reflecting what was happening in society. Right. And the, how it made dads become, you know, dads and better dads and stuff. Mm-hmm. And can I add one, um, 
because I know we're we're coming up on time, but we had brought up Michael Keaton, and I want to bring up Bob Ivanovich from my ah, life. Ah, that's one of mine. That oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My no, life like, was a great movie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, I, like, can I tell you? Like, when we started our recordings of our conversations, mm-hmm. like that was exactly one of the things that was in the back of my mind whenever we started this. Yeah. Was that was, movie? Yeah. Like the reason that we have our podcast like and kind of started it was like, well, we, we were having in conversations, but then we talked about recording it for our kids to be able to see later on, right? Mm-hmm. When they're an adults. And 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 it was exactly because of the influence of that movie and that concept of I'm never gonna be able to see my child and I want them to know who I am because mm-hmm. I'm dying of cancer while my wife is pregnant. Like it's yeah. it's such a beautiful and heart-wrenching, especially like I saw it before I was a dad. I yeah, like so if I. I saw it now. Yeah, make like, you cry the whole way through. Oh, yeah. yeah. So so yeah, he makes these videos, shows you know to to teach his his son um, how to be you know how to how to do things and how to you know deal with things you know when he grows up and so on and so forth <laughs> like shaving, cooking, um, you know how to drive, you know. Um, I mean, he even shows them how to enter a room at one point, you know, it's like, this is how you enter a room. You come in and you, you know, you can either saunter in or you can go, hey, with the handshake, you know, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, it's just all like life skills. And, um, you know, and so his son will know who he was after, you know, after he's gone. And, and yeah, because yeah, his son will yeah. never get a chance to meet him. Yeah, never get to get to never, never, never get to know him, never get to meet him. So, yeah, but he did. He did get to meet his son in the movie, right? Wasn't it like just before he died, his wife gave birth or something or. Don't, it's been no years. spoilers. No oh, spoilers. sorry. No, sorry. No sorry. <laughs> anyway, I already like gave like ten spoilers there about the. <laughs> no, you gave the general like, discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah okay. No, anyway. if you haven't seen I that movie, remember. go see I can't that remember. movie. If you I haven't seen that. You I have don't to see remember. That so yeah. I don't remember. So, um, so yeah. Anyway, it's a good movie. Watch it if you haven't seen it. I, I yeah. would. Yeah, I I've actually want to go it, see it so. again. So. Oh, but you have now. I know how it ends. Yeah. Well, he's got cancer. He dies. What? <laughs> That's How could you spoil that? Yeah. <laughs> we know he's dying from day one of the movie. So or, or like from like five minutes in or something like that. Right. So. Right. But um, I, I, I want to bring up. I don't know if any any of you have ever seen the movie Life as a House. Um, I have seen Life oh, as a House. That's on my list. The, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. George that's Monroe played by Kevin Kline. Um, Kevin and he's you know, he's dying mm-hmm. um, and uh, he doesn't tell his son right away. But. Um, so he brings his son back into his life and helps help him build. Yeah, exactly. Uh, to help build a house um, as a bonding, you know, to bond with his son and try to, you know, um, show his son who he is and mm-hmm. and try to reconnect with him and try to learn who his son is before he, you know, so his son has something to remember. And really, he's building right. his son a house. A house. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and so he's also teaching his son skills and, and all this at the same time. And his son doesn't know it until after he's gone that the house is his and so on and so forth. And I won't spoil the very end for anybody that hasn't seen it, but a great movie. Love, love that movie. So, yeah. And, and just shows how much, um, you know, that character, you know, really in the end, you know, he, and he was a bad father at first, but it really in the end, how much he really does care about his family. So. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Burns, that's, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one that got me. That's the one I saw that buzz up. Exactly. Yes, Vader, Vader built a house. house. <laughs> Vader did have a dad after all. He just died young. So. 
great job, Ryan. Nice. That, great that movie also has a very memorable shower scene. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. But I won't spoil it. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, do you have another one? Uh, yeah, sure. I got more. Uh, let's see. Let's go with Marty Crane from Frasier. Oh. That's a good one. Um, yeah. I'm not sure why. It's like he's got these two sons who are so wildly different from him. Um, but he's still able to be their dad and give them advice when they need it. And he's mm-hmm. he's he's having to deal with his own issues and being like cooped up with his son because of his own physical infirmities and all that stuff. But like being able to reconnect with the, his kids after years of basically being estranged from them, uh, he's able to do it. He's able to, to bridge this like enormous gulf between them because, you know, Frazier is Frazier and Niles is Niles, but he's like, he's more of a, he's just a regular guy. He's like a union guy. He's, a, he's an mm-hmm. ex cop, you know, and he doesn't think the way they do. He's not an intellectual. He doesn't understand their intellectual attitudes and they, they don't care. He doesn't care about Sherry. You know, he likes his crappy beer and his crappy chair. And that's all he asks. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, for some reason that to me just has always struck me as a great dad. What do you I guys agree. think? I agree with you, especially when you're working with two guys that have the level of, narcissism that they have right and, and, where, and obviously Eddie. Yeah. yeah yeah i was about to say the jack <laughs> russell you can't forget about the jack russell um but no like uh um like not and again like not saying that they have like narcissistic personality disorder or anything like that but because they because niles and fraser are such intellectuals they discount their dad's wisdom right and so having to break through that to get them to hear him right and to get them to like uh get his words of wisdom that that he does to have him it requires like a level of humility on their own part in order to achieve that um and 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 for him to be able to like all right i'm gonna let you fall (laughs) and then i'll come and help you yeah i'll be here to help you lift up because you won't listen to me Right. And I like I like again, like I hope I have that kind of relationship with my kids where they're smart enough to do all of these great things and maybe think past me, but still be like, okay, I'll let you fall like fall, but I'll be that like I I I think that's a great dad. I didn't even think about that. I also like how um he he's not stoic, like he's a wise old man, but at the same time he's always frustrated, he's always angry, and yeah, you know, he's always trying to keep his emotions in check, but yeah. you know, he's gotta be him. Yeah. And I, I I think that speaks yeah. to a lot of dads. Like we can't yeah. all be emotionless robots and yeah. know exactly how to act in a certain situation. We're gonna make mistakes, we're gonna be frustrated, we're gonna be angry, but we can still be the father figure we need to be. And I think that he embodies that. And Andy's one hundred percent right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think like dads have to have a chair. Like they're just like and I think that's that's that should be like life law. Dads have to have a chair, right? Or, or at least a spot, you know, like yeah. I have no, my spot on the couch and that's I've, you know, I've got pictures of it's there. <laughs> I've got pictures of my kids sitting in this particular chair, my office mm-hmm. chair, right? And they just they they love sitting in this chair like my my youngest likes to play her like video games like if she gets the chance she wants to play it on my computer stuff like that like like there's that mystique about the dad dad's chair or whatever i love it 
So I agree with uh, uh, um, Indy on that one. I think that should be SAG law. Bring that back into the culture. <laughs> I think it's actually in oh. canon on Fraser that their mom was really, really wealthy. <laughs> ah, super. Oh. That's a good question, too. Yeah, yeah. Good point. He took bribes. Well, he was in Seattle. <laughs> well done, Thrash. That's he had his like his side his side hustle. <laughs> okay, so I went last. Whoever else wants to go, go. We can do okay. this as long as we want. Like I, All right. I don't I've, actually I, like. Yeah, I've got so many. I got some. Okay, so I want to bring up. James Stewart as George Bailey in It's a Wonderful Life. I was wondering yeah. when somebody was going to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, like, you have to, you have to bring up, like, and, and, and again, like, to me, it's such a, a like, especially like this being dads, our podcast being about dads. To me, that's such a dad experience, right? That we feel like we do so little or mm-hmm. we make such a little impact or difference in our general life. And I think that's a human thing. I don't think that's exclusive to men. Right. But like, um, I think it's such a, 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 as a dad, I connect with it in so many ways. Like what difference am I making? Um, <laughs> brave, brave. Brave man. Uh. That is the quote of the day. Yes. yes. <laughs> you win. Wing it, you, you like, yes, but yeah, no, like with George Bailey, and, and then to sit there and see like what kind of impact you make, like, because it, it, it's it's not only like to me, it's it's the not only the role of the the the, the male the role of the, the man slash husband or whatever in the family, but also the community, like it's all interconnected, and your kids being able to see that in you that not only you connected to the family, but you're connected to the community. Like, I just like, uh, um, I love it. So, you know what? That's a good point too, Wing It. That's a really good point too. Anybody else? Okay, so thoughts? Damien. I'm all out of names, man. You, we've exhausted oh, okay. my list. <laughs> okay, Eric. Um, I've got, let's see, I got two more. Um, Roger Murtaugh from the Lethal Weapon movies. Ah, yes. Um, oh, yes. yeah. I was going to mention him earlier. <laughs> I had it pulled up, in fact. So You know what? Yes. I was going to mention it, but I'm too old for this crap. Roger Murtaugh mm-hmm. actually taught me how to shave. My dad never taught me how to shave. Oh, Roger Murtaugh taught me how to yeah. shave. That's a great Lethal scene. Weapon two or three the one where like his son's best friend basically dies i think that was three i think yeah. that was three where his son yeah. his son's best friend dies in a shootout like because he was dealing drugs um and mm. so he's trying to connect with his son and trying to show his son that he yep. understands and he cares and he feels really bad because mm. uh, he was involved somehow i don't remember the details anymore but like i think he may have even shot him he may have been the one who shot him mm. um i think and I don't know. There's just something about Roger Murtaugh as a dad. He was, he, 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 you see him in his house and he's got his family basically just crawling all over him. I mean, that's like the mental image you get. Um, He's like, you know, trying to take a bath, trying to be by himself, trying to relax. And his kids just burst in with the, with the birthday cake. And they're basically just Mm -hmm. mobbing him in the bathtub. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Roger Murtaugh. Is there a scene of him on it? Was it, 
a scene of him on the bathroom or something like that, or on the on the toilet. toilet. Yeah, that's right. There was a bomb. That's right. That's right. And Riggs has got to pull him into the bathtub. Yeah, save his life. Yeah. To me, like I know it's a like there's a bomb or whatever, but like, like I loved it because it's like yeah, I'm too cool for it. No, like I, I, like I just love like. Because when, especially when you become a parent, like, like, uh, you know, mo- like we, we talk about like how moms lose like so much of their um, personal boundaries, you know, but I think there's also a part where dads lose their, like, we don't like also dads lose a lot of their personal boundaries that, and that there is just no escape from any of the trouble, like yeah. even on the toilet. And mo- I, I definitely, I know moms can definitely relate to that, but yeah, us guys too. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. oldest used to just walk in the bathroom no matter what I was doing. So I'd I'd be in there taking a shower. Like it's a glass shower door. And I'd be like, you yeah, know, yeah. soap all up in my face and stuff. I can't see. And then I go to rinse off and I look and I'm like, ah! <laughs> How long have you been there? <laughs> just waiting. Yeah, just waiting for me to be done. You know, just, hi daddy. You know, she was like three or four or something, you know. So it's just <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway. Well, and Zuper, yeah. like I, I think, like your your point is like, hey, anybody who can put up with Mel Gibson, right? Yeah, <laughs> but like um, his experience as a father made it, it made him capable of dealing with Riggs. Yeah, right, right, and and but like I think also Riggs, you know, like absolutely, I think this is like a a no no stuff Sherlock, but like statement, but like for Riggs, like Murtaugh was like. Um, the stabilizing factor and the fact that he was a family man and a dad, like, I think that was something that Riggs connected with him because Riggs was mm-hmm. going through his own chaos. Right. And so like, I think that's one of the things that, that um, stabilized Riggs or was like a, 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 a foundation for Riggs was that he could rely on Murtaugh. And, and I think that's why Murtaugh was so important to him. And so mm-hmm. psychologically. And speaking of Mel Gibson, uh, Ransom, where he's you know trying to get his son back. Now give me back my son. You know that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the ending of that movie where he finally like catches Gary Sinise, the guy who stole his son. Spoiler alert. Um, and he's just like beating him in the street. That was like the first time I ever watched a movie and like felt the same visceral anger as the main character, like righteous indignation. Like yeah, beat the uh, crap out of him. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Curb kick him. Get him, get him. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, uh, Mel Gibson was a dad in a lot of things where there, where his kids just died. Oh yeah, the Patriot. Mel Gibson and the Patriot. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's one of the yes. things that absolutely. Yeah. That's absolutely yeah. yeah. Straight up. Yeah that that one that one and that's a that's a really tough one because he doesn't want to because he wants to protect his children mm-hmm. but then he has to like and then also to bring your child yeah into a war that's coming into you like they they looked at the statistics and. 33% of people supported us going to war against England. 33% wanted to stay connected with England. And then another 33 just didn't care. So it's like this real split. Only a small portion wanted to make this a country. And so that's... <laughs> that's a reference to talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Was that Lethal Weapon 1 or 2? I can't remember. I can't remember either. I think, I think that was think two. I think it was two. Probably. Yeah. Oh, more. I think we spend a lot more time with his family in two. And one, they're just kind of there. Yeah. But two, they become like part of the story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Brian Cox. Yeah, Brian Cox and Braveheart. That's a great one. Big Bean. Come on. Uh, okay. 
is okay so yeah you can go uh, your volume i don't know if it's me did your volume just go like way down i think he turned away from the mic oh, okay oh did i did i drop okay sorry um am i still really quiet no, no you're, you're good, good now, you're now. Good. okay i'm good now okay so um sean penn sam dawson i am sam like that to I me i don't think i've ever seen that one. Oh, so he's he's so in this movie he is um, mentally disabled and has intellectual disability. I've seen and, bits of it. I caught it once upon a time on TV. And yeah. they're and they're trying to determine if he has the capability to be a father. And he's been a father of this girl, right? Mm-hmm. And the the concern is that she's starting to exceed his intellectual ability, and mm-hmm. he's fighting for rights for to be her dad. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they're looking at separating them because they don't feel like he, they're concerned. Is he competent enough in order to be a dad? And that one, even before I became a dad, that one pulled at my heartstrings. Mm-hmm. And again, it's that fighting for your children, um, you know, and and all of the things that he teaches her um, with his ability. Like, I'm a big proponent of mental illnesses regardless should not impact your ability to be a parent so long as you're not directly harming them right um and even if you get treatment because maybe you didn't get you know maybe you had a child early on and before the the illness became about it led to you doing some things that weren't so great and then you go back into treatment and you come back i think you should be i actually had we had a client that had uh schizophrenia and um had uh, um, was fighting for to get custody of her child. Um, and I was so happy. And this was when I was in Florida. So happy when the judge determined that just because she has schizophrenia, if she's under treatment and, and, and gone through treatment and stays on medication, she absolutely gets to be a parent. She hasn't been abusing the child that just having schizophrenia on its own should not neglect, uh, uh, negate you from being the, a parent as long as you're following treatment. And I'm like, I'm a big because diabetes, you can get when your blood sugar gets out of whack, you can get very bizarre. And so, it, you know, like I know plenty of patients or plenty of people that have diabetes that do not control it. It leads to erratic behaviors, irritability, all these different things. Like if you can't take that, if we don't feel that that's, you know, ethically okay to take that child away, then why should we do other things? Right. Yeah. And so. Anyways, sorry. So that's why another reason why I love that movie. It's such a great movie. If you haven't seen I Am Sam, um, I think um, Sean Penn, uh, uh, I'm almost certain Sean Penn won an Oscar for that. I know he won it for uh, Midnight River or whatever it was. Um, but like uh, um, this is one that like I think he was either nominated or he actually won an Oscar for this. Um, but Mystic I think – Mystic River. Thank you. Not Midnight. Yeah, Mystic River. Took me a minute. <laughs> I, I think, but like, I think this is the one he, I think he got nominated. It was, he was phenomenal. He was phenomenal in it. So, well, along the same lines, you've got um, Forrest Gump. He was a good dad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Forrest, someone brought up Forrest Gump earlier. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And uh, also, while we're on the subject of Tom Hanks, he's my last one as uh, Sam. The dad in Sleepless in Seattle. Very similar to Liam Neeson in uh, Love mm-hmm. Actually. Yeah. That's one yeah. of my lists. Dealing with the grief of a lost spouse yeah. while trying to raise a son, and man, he raises the best son. That the kid in Sleepless in Seattle is super precocious, but like, I don't know, he's a great dad. He's he 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 doesn't he feels guilty about trying to start a relationship because of how it would affect his son, where his son is all for it. But you know, he's 
thinking about his son's well-being first before his own needs and wants and desires. And, you know, that's what you have to do as a dad, right? Yeah. <laughs> Self-sacrifice. Absolutely. I'm going I'm to throw one out there. Okay. Harry Stamper from Armageddon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on my list. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you had that too? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. Absolutely. He, he sacrifices himself to save everyone. So, you know. Right. So but again, especially like, his daughter and exactly. soon to be son-in-law. Exactly. Um, he does it for her specifically. But, you know. to you and, know, and, and kicks Ben Affleck off the flight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that, yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, just, you know, anybody that's willing to give the entire world to their daughter is, you know, is a good dad. Yeah. <laughs> and on that same yeah. same stint with Bruce Willis, let's add uh John McClane and Die Hard. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? You can't you can't forget that. In the Die Hard movies, yes. At least the first two. Well, he's a good dad in all of them. Yeah. Oh. I guess so. Yeah, he is. You're right. Even if oh. you don't like the last one, he's still a good dad to Yeah, yeah true, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but his and, daughter in the fourth one, I think their relationship was oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. just got to throw this out there. I can't remember the name of the character, but Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie Commando. Command, yeah, somebody brought that oh, up in the comments. Daughter, actually. yeah. Oh, did really? Yeah, because yeah. that jingle all the taken. way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like the movie Taken, but it's taken by terrorists or whatever. But <laughs> right, right, um, right. Yeah, they take his right. daughter to get to him, and so he has to go and kill them all, and he's got the skills for it. So you know, yeah. he does. So, and and sticking on. Sticking with Bruce, Bruce Willis, Ben Jordan in the story of us. That one, like I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's I've seen it's, the story of us. It's it's Wait, Bruce Willis and Michelle Pfeiffer, and they're married and they're going and they're having struggles in their marriage. And it's like, are we gonna get a divorce or not? And it reflects on the good times and the bad times of their relationship, right? And the struggle. And it's it's a if you haven't seen the story of us. Mm -mm. absolutely go see that movie it's a phenomenal movie um and it, it just like it's one of those that just really like to me it's an honest and and raw reflection on a marriage mm -hmm. right and so to me like it's great it's great and on that same theme um oh adam remember adam driver does a movie with uh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah, the Marriage Story or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I've heard yeah. of it. Is it? That's there's like a meme that goes around that uses it as a template. Yeah, I think like I think you're right. I think it is called the Marriage Storage Story. Yeah. But um, but anyways, that's a that's another great one. Uh, marriage Story. Yeah, it's literally called Marriage Story. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> great movie. Great dad. So. The, the, it wasn't on my list, but I just thought of it. So, the, yeah. the movie The Road. The oh, yeah. yeah. Someone yeah. brought Thrash up. mentioned yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. The Maybe dad also. from The Road. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, no. He does, right. he does the best he can. He doesn't have much to work with, you know. Yeah. But he does the very best he can and, and makes sure that his son um, makes it to, uh, you know, get gets gets with somebody else, you know, or, or, or <laughs> is alive long enough to... to you know, make it to, to, to somebody else. Anyway. Indy is purporting that Satan is the a devil's good dad. advocate. <laughs> <laughs> Satan. <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to go a different direction with that one. Uh, Morgan Freeman is the ultimate dad. That's there you gone. go, right? Yeah. There you go. There you go. Right? Right? God, so. yeah. yeah, that's a great one. And uh, what was that? Bruce Almighty. 
Or and and Evan, yeah, that was Brees yeah. Almighty, right? No, he, I guess he played God in both. I think he's in both. Yeah, yeah, I think he's in both. So, so no, I, and I love the fact that like uh, um, in the road, the dad is called Man. Yeah, he's just <laughs> man. called Man. That's they they never give any names. It's just Man. You know? Yeah, I never and saw so, the movie. But, I, I read about half the book, and it was just so depressing I couldn't finish it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the movie was uh, pretty fucking depressing too. You've seen yeah. the movie, right? I, I have not seen the yeah. movie. That's one you guys have haven't seen the movie. movie. I have not. No. Yeah. None of y'all. It's Viggo wow. Mortensen, right? Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, watch it. Um, it is de- fucking depressing, but uh, at the same time, it's a very well thought out story. Uh, the the whole the whole world. It's it's very accurate to what you might expect. So, but anyway, um, if you read part of the book, then you already know the the setting. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, decent, very, very good movie. I liked it. It was depressing, yes, but whatever. <laughs> I want to bring. Maybe up, it has I a think, happy ending. <laughs> I want to bring up because we're. I wouldn't call show. it happy, but there's a resolution at least, you know, <laughs> sort of. But, so, because we're on the Tug Channel, I want to mm-hmm. bring up Matthew McConaughey as James Joseph Cooper in Interstellar. That's a good choice. Yeah yeah, 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 that's a good choice. That's a very good choice. Like, Ends time and space for his daughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, and gives her clues from yes. the fifth dimension. Bling, bling, like, bling. yeah, travels pluck, pluck the strings. You know? That's right. <laughs> Interdimensional travel yeah. to communicate yeah. with his daughter. Yeah. It, it like it's, reaches it's, out it's, across it's, time yeah. and space. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I think then uh, is everybody else out on their uh, list? Let me double check, but I oh, think yeah. I got it. Everybody on my list uh, because I got yeah, a I got I'm a out. number more. Okay. All right, I'm going to go Round through to, my list. Yeah. All right. James Caan as Walter and Elf. Like he's oh, yeah. as, as a credit dad, one. but then comes comes around. Um, this one, I don't care. I love the story. I think it's phenomenal. I think it's excellent. Um, Albert Brooks as Marlin in Finding Nemo. To me, oh, yeah. I cannot That's watch that one. without crying. I just, mm. I can't. Like, even <laughs> I when like I go, how he, like, he's the one who actually learns a lesson in that yes. movie. and makes it so special mm-hmm. and and what even when i go to the animal kingdom when we'd go to the animal kingdom i like i would have to watch the finding finding nemo theater pr- production and even then like i cry my girls were little kids and they're watching they're like daddy why are you crying and i'm like i would never let you guys go i'm finding them out <laughs> you know like like absolutely um oh. okay We've touched and we've danced around it, but James Earl Jones, obviously, you know, for obvious, like he, he, he was a terrible dad, a terrible person, but comes around in the end as, you know, with Darth Vader, but also Mufasa, like Eric called it, Mufasa is Lion King. Great dad. But one he didn't call when I brought up like James Earl Jones in our chat. King Jaffe Joffer in Coming to America. Oh, oh of yes. course. Yes. Good. <laughs> yes. Right. I'm very happy to be here. Sorry. Yes. No. And then, and then. You're going to get one of the canceled. Gr- Stop that. Sorry. Why is it the line from the movie? Come on. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't have to use the accent. But no, like. Uh, um, <laughs> but no, like one of the greatest ads of all time, James Amos. Movie-wise, because uh, like he was Cleo McDowell in America, uh, the Amer- like the American dad in in Coming to America, but also the dad in Good Times, like one of the greatest dads of all time for TV. Mm. 
and and on that same ilk, uh, Fred Stanford from Stanford and Son. Um, then Ethan Hawke as Mason Senior in Boyhood. That is one of the most amazing movies ever. Um, they filmed that movie over a twelve-year. It's uh, Richard Linklater. They Linklater, filmed that yeah. movie. Yeah, they filmed that movie over a twelve-year period, where they would come in every so often and film. And it took twelve years to make. And it was the same boy and his growth or whatever. But Ethan Hawke, like trying to pass on the music knowledge and like kind of like, you know, he wasn't a great dad, but like trying to do the parts that he could when you're separated. Um, Nick Offerman as Frank Fisher in Hearts Beat Loud, um, trying to connect with his daughter through music. And then I also, as, what that is. Oh, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Um, and also Frank in Kings of Summer. That one, I love that movie. To me, like, I think if you got like Damien and Eric, I th- especially if you watch that movie, I think you would go like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I could definitely relate to Frank. Um, it's about some kids that, get fr- like teenagers that get frustrated with their parents, the rules, all this different stuff. So during this summer, they go out and they build a house in the woods and no one can find them. And like Nick Offerman is this really kind of relatable dad, tries to set boundaries and it's a really great movie. Go definitely go see it. So it was the um, Kings of summer. Yeah. The Kings of summer. Phenomenal indie movie, phenomenal indie movie. A I love little it. Bit like stand by me or something like that. But anyway, um, <laughs> He's not a great dad, but I relate to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny McBride in as Rick Mitchell in Mitchell's versus the Machines, because oh, I'm a Luddite. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I'm a Luddite, well, so I, he's kind of like he's kind of like um, you know, uh, like Chevy Chase in in uh, in National Lampoons. He's just he's yeah. just he's trying to be you know to, to to take him on an adventure and to be you know anyway. It's yeah. just yeah. He's, he's, I thought he's of another one very in the- hard. What's in that? the Marty Crane uh, vein is uh, the dad, James Kahn from uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, one and two. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another great one, right? Um, this one I can't believe not any of us said, and I'm so sad. I hope people listen to this to, to, to the whole end for this. But John Witherspoon as Willie Jones in Friday. Don't go in there for 35, 45 minutes. <laughs> he is one of the best dads of I'm all go time. 35, 45 minutes. Go into my refrigerator. Eat all my damn food. <laughs> I like chitlins. I like hogmas. I like them I like pigs, pigs, pigs feet. Like, I love, like, he is just phenomenal. Uh, I hadn't thought of that in a while. That's good. Yeah. Walter White <laughs> in Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he loves his family, you know. Yeah, yeah. Links that you would go, but then yeah. he becomes like this really like he's kind of the reverse. He's mm. he starts good and you. ends bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, John Amos, you're right. John Amos, not James. My apologies. Thank you, Andy. John. Amos. Also, the comments have brought him up several, several times. But Pedro Pascal as either the Mandalorian or from The mm. Last of Us as oh, being yeah. like yeah. surrogate father, of course. Yeah. 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 And there's that meme, right? Meme like in 19, like in, by 2050, Pedro pa- Pascal will be like, <laughs> right, right. Or whatever. <laughs> all the entertainment uh, will be Pedro Pascal, like passing around his, his, uh, mm-hmm. his uh, adopted children. Tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, H. John Benjamin as Bob Belcher in Bob's Burger, the movie. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, the show, he's good. Yeah, he's though, phenomenal. Yeah. But yeah, I was, I actually had that on my TV list was the, uh, was Bob's Burger, and I should have. And bringing up some of those but anyway because i had another like 10 or 12 on the tv list so 
Yeah, I think I think that was Lynn. Lynn picked that on my Facebook page. He talked mm. about Bob's Burgers. So, yeah, yeah, Bob's Burgers is a good one. And then I like Ian Holm as uh, Gideon uh, Largeman from Garden State. I like. I think, oh, like, I love that. Movie. I don't know, man. He like doped his mm. son up. He, you know what he did, but I don't think like I don't see him as a great dad, but. I think that's a, again, this is the problem of being a provider and not having boundaries in the sense of like, I I know a lot of primary care providers who are like their kids providers. And I'm like, that's, that's, it's, it's not uncommon, but it's not appropriate because again, you're in it. You can't step out and be objective. Right. And to me, I think it's a great model for, why we need to step back sometimes and let someone else help us. Kind of like what Damien wants to bring up the next time that we would like, not this recording, but the next recording of men being able to stop by and ask, stop back and ask for help. I think that's one of his flaws, but I do think that he cared about his son and he tried because it's a struggle. <laughs> what was that? What was that, Damien? I was like, what, me? What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, flaws. like you brought up. I'm not flawed. I don't know what you're talking about. There's no flaws here. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not talking about like you having flaws, was, but just as a general. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't believe nobody's mentioned Dominic Pareto. Uh, you know, if there's a man who loves his family, it's Dom. Have none of you seen Fast and the Furious? Really? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, okay. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> first two. No. And then it was just like, it's just all the same fucking movie. I, like, yeah, that. no, I haven't, I haven't seen it. Like, we get increasingly more and more ridiculous, and I love that about them. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, they have to be more ridiculous, because they already did the other thing in the other show. They're the unapologetically movie, so. absurd by the end of it. Yes. You know, I Eric, love that. Eric, yeah. I am so upset <laughs> that I did not go on that Fast and the Furious bender like you and Lynn did. I really yeah, Lynn like, got me into it because I, I hadn't seen it until like a year ago. <laughs> I, I like absolutely like have such a desire to just do a Fast and Furious uh, bender. But the problem is I have nobody to do it with. And it's one of those to me. I think you have to do it with somebody and share yeah. in it or whatever. It helps. It's so, it's, yeah. yeah. But sometimes <laughs> life, you have to handle things on your own. And that one's well, all about a, family. Like they say, like, <laughs> like, I, I'm sure you could do like an edit where it's, where they bring up the word family in that, like, and it would just, it's go actually for, not like, like a trope for the first four or five movies. But then after that, they say it like 10 times a minute, <laughs> family, family, family. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, like, I, I think it would be as long as this, this live stream or whatever. And then, and so if you haven't seen boyhood, it's on showtime right now. So go, go stream that. And then the last one that I wanted to bring up. All the damn vampires. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grandpa. So, it's all the damn vampires. Speaking <laughs> of that, the other one I wanted to bring up was Burgess Meredith in Grumpy Old Men as the uh, dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One That's of the greatest. One, one yes. of the greatest dads. Yeah. Like take an old one eye to the optometrist or whatever. Yep. Like all yep. of like his outtakes. The greatest part of he he made that movie to me. Um, I think everybody like would agree. Like he was great. And then my TV one would be. What was wrong with her son? Did she have big thighs? (laughs) 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 I forgot about that. I always love that line. Got big thighs. And then and then my final one, like uh, for TV, that I was like I had to bring this up, even if we don't talk about TV, was Jason Bateman as Michael Bluth in Arrested Development. 
Like fair. Yeah. <laughs> March 4th, Netflix is taking that show off. Um, and, and, and like, so that they don't have to pay royalties anymore. And that's what a lot of the streaming companies. So watch, so bend, bend that whole se- that whole series while you can, um, before it goes off into the, the, the nether, the ether or whatever. And so like, that's a, I had a hard one of the time getting into the, the newer seasons when Netflix picked it up and like added like two more seasons or three more oh, seasons. Yeah, yeah, I had yeah. a really hard time with those. Like, I really like the first run whatever it was yeah. three or four seasons i thought it was it was like one of the best shows ever but i don't know for some reason when it got to netflix the magic was gone yeah i like it's it's i don't like it's still just one of the greatest shows ever made i am a monster, <laughs> I, am a monster. Hey, I got one more uh go for it jack burns uh uh from meet the parents played by robert nero Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. meet the Fox and meet the Fox. Of course, Fockers, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, meet the Fox. And Justin, yeah, yeah Justin, Justin Hoffman. Hoffman there you as, go. The, yeah. as the senior or the uh, elder Fokker or whatever. <laughs> so, if it's if it's yeah, hey, if but, it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, <laughs> pluck it down. Right? Yes, yes. Words to live by. But I mean, uh, Jack, like, I mean, you know, he he'll do anything for his daughter, of course, through that whole yeah. movie, and then in then an extension, he gets the he, fake. In the, he gets yeah. the fake. <laughs> he gets the prosthetic breath in order to feed the baby like he's a wacko yeah <laughs> i have nipples <laughs> can you can you can you milk me <laughs> uh, can you milk me greg i have nipples <laughs> yeah i did that whole, so, that whole thing is, is great yeah but yeah, yeah the, anyway I th- I thought of one more from my oh, okay, childhood. It. it was kind of a, a, a non-traditional uh, family fatherhood movie, which was uh, Three Men and a Baby. Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good that's one. That's a great one. So yeah, that's one. Of, oh, that's one of the like. That's a great call. Great call. Yeah. Great call. Anyway, I think we're gonna call it. It's like yeah. two and a half hours. We're like an hour over what I thought we were gonna do. So yeah, but that's fine. I'm yeah. glad people are still sticking around. I still got pretty much the same number of people watching as yeah. we started with. So it's great. Thank you, everybody. And thanks for all your comments and your suggestions. It's been it's been a good time. And uh, I'll have these guys back on my channel eventually. We'll, we'll talk again. Maybe we'll do movie moms or something. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> you sure that's a good Cuckoo idea? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Straight up, become. I think she's hot. You know, that's going to be the whole. I know that's that's going to be thing. like an hour and a half of of women that we had crushes on growing yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like for a cartoon, you know, if she was. Uh... <laughs> So if for some weird reason you like listening to us talk and you want more profanity and more politics, then uh, check out our podcast from here to paternity, where we talk about what it is to be a dad in the modern age. And, you know, um, it's a good time. We have a lot of fun. And Joe is a masterful editor. Oh, so, yes. Oh, well, <laughs> when I can squeeze it in. But thank yep. you, guys. Oh, and one one we got one here on the on the wire is uh, Bunny Colvin in the wire. Mm. Oh, Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Ooh, well done. <laughs> Applaud you on that one. So that's it. Thank you again, everybody. Um, especially thanks to um, Martial Arts Film Freak. And um, he gave me $20 and I already forgot his name. Um, Ooh. Ah, I'm an awful human being. I'm the worst. Anyway, thank you all. <laughs> And I'll see you. I'll, I'll let's see next week. I've got a review of uh, Dark Star. 
hitting my channel. And then in two weeks, I'm having another live stream, this time with Thrash and Ian and maybe Lance. He was talking about coming on. Uh, I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but tune Thanks in to find to John out. Orchard. John Orchard. Thank you, John Orchard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry mm -hmm. I forgot your name. I will, sure I will wet, whip myself with a wet noodle later. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Have a good time. Or I had a good time. You know, this is what for John Orchard. This is what we're going to do this time. I get the remote. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to understand that, go listen to our podcast. Yes. <laughs> so have a good night, everyone. Uh, night. Love you all. But... The nine o'clock show is completely different from the seven o'clock show. Yeah. Don't forget to tip your waiter. <laughs> <laughs>